0: Welcome to Spratt Stadium. Missouri Western comes in 7-2. They have won six consecutive football games. They take on the Nebraska Kearney Lopers, who are 5-4 after two tough losses, one possession losses to Central Missouri and to Fort Hayes State. The Griffins in their alternate gold jerseys today here at home with the black helmets and the black pants. First look we've seen of this this season. Lopers in their road white jerseys with the blue helmets The blue pants and the loper slapped across the side of that helmet. We are set for football here at Spratt Stadium with Chris Roush and Christopher Tenpenny. I am Dave Rickert. A pleasure to have you along today. Sit back, relax. Again, this is, in my opinion, the biggest football game for Missouri Western since November 2013 when the playoffs were on the line against Northwest Missouri State six seasons ago. Griffins in the playoff hunt. They've got to take care of business here today. Trey Vavil back deep. Also Shamar Griffith. The kicker for Nebraska Coney is Junior Gonzalez. He approaches, swings his right leg through, and will kick it to Trey Babbel. Thank you very much. Here he comes, one yard deep outside the far right hash. He's to the 15, and ooh, he gets stripped up right there. Good job on special teams that time by Loper Armani Webster, a backup defensive back, and that's the best coverage we've
1: seen of Trey Bavel all year long. Yeah, Webster just went down the field untouched. He just got past the Griffin, you know, the blocking wall and just made an excellent open field tackle because usually if you kick a Trey Vavel, we're expecting pretty good field position right there. Lopers did their part, and now it's back in Griffin's deep in their own territory at this point.
0: There is a flag, though, and it's against Nebraska Kearney. They were offsides, I believe.
2: Outside. Kicking team number six.
0: They were. Three kick Coach Williamson says, no, nope, I'll give Trey another chance. So that one will not count. They will have to run down there again and try and cover Trey Babel. So they'll move it back five yards. You could get five yards from the spot, but that only gets you the 20. Might as well do it and let Trey have another chance if they kick it to him. A no-brainer for Coach Williamson to start things off.
1: <laughs> Interesting to see Nebraska-Carny just come out right out of the gate. Just kick right, to I mean, you could kick the Shamar, which... He has a lot of speed too, but he hasn't been as elusive in the return game as Trey Vavil has. But they're kicking right at Trey Vavil to begin the ball game, just showing basically they have no fear at this point in what the Griffins have to show. They've had a couple of different kickers
0: do kickoff duty. This is Junior Gonzalez, as I mentioned. He does have seven touchbacks, one has been kicked out of bounds on just 24 attempts. So Babel on the season, Trey is averaging 34.4 yards per return with one touchdown and one inside the 10-yard line. Here's Gonzalez's kick, and it will be another chance for Babel. He will catch it at about the 10-yard line of the numbers far side right to the 20-25. He gets past the 30, now loses the football. It's out, and Carney's got it. That's the second time Babel has fumbled on a punt or a kickoff, and he coughs it up after they re-kick, and UNK will take over at the 31-yard line in Missouri Western Territory. I was about
1: to say, much better field position for the Griffins to start the drive, but right at the end of that play, Babel just loses on it, stripped away just as he's going to the ground. Just good job by Nebraska-Carney knocking the ball loose as Babel's going to the ground. He fumbled a punt early
0: in the season. Now he fumbles a kickoff here, and UNK will take over at the 31-yard line. So there's an extra possession now for UNK. They've got the football for 31 of the Griffins. Here's a handoff to the near side right for Sealy. They try and get to the edge. Turns the corner to 25, and he's ran out of bounds. Good job to seal the edge that time. As trying to get over there was Arnold Creighton, Evan Shohan, Devin Burrell over there. He's through the 23-yard line for a gain of eight on first down.
1: And not only does Amrassi Carney run that option, they also have the other running backs back there with whoever gets the football, Lee blocking too. So he's got a couple of blockers on the outside with him too when he gets the football.
0: TJ Davis, third quarterback, 6'370-pound redshirt freshman. Started about four games ago. He's played almost every game. And now he has some confusion. He will try and escape, and we'll get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Arnold Creighton was right there. Boy, the back went one way. He went the other. Bask also makes the tackle for no gain. Now third and two football at the Griffin 23-yard line. Davis averaging five yards per carry. He's carried it 136 times now in the season. Nobody else has over 100. He's a big, good-looking athlete from Colorado Springs. Third down, two. To his right is David Goodwin. He's their top running back, averaging eight yards per carry, 760 yards. He's got two receivers to the near side right. Third down, two. A run option to the left side. Pitch out to him, and he's going to have the corner. Great cut block to the 20, 15-yard line and goes out of bounds. Ran out by Anthony Williams, but a cut block on the linebacker Evan Schohan. Got him to the edge.
1: As a first down run to the 11-yard line, and he picks up 12. Yeah, that was Kyler Van Housen just getting out there, getting that cut block, and after that, a lot of room to run. Griffins had five guys in line of scrimmage, bringing the pressure on the near side, just went the other way with it. At the 11 now, Griffins with five
0: down linemen against this set. One back back there. This is not your traditional option attack like we saw last week with Pittsburgh State where they're under center and they'll run the option. They'll do some of that. They had the pitch the last time. Davis comes up. Looks like he's going to change the play. Send a man in motion. It's Luke Quinn. Give it to Quinn. Up, it's a fake, and he will keep it. And he will get stuck at the 8. Good job to come up and make the tackle by Kobe Cummings. Also, David Siliuta was right there for a 3-yard gain to the 8-yard line as T.J. Davis kept it as he faked the fly sweep. Second down. They can get a first down of the one. Two minutes into the football game. A fumble on the opening kickoff and that was after a re-kick. So second and seven from the eight of Missouri Western. UNK trying to strike early in this football game. Three backs around Davis. He's in the pistol. He fakes it. Going to throw the football for the first time. In the back of the end zone it's going to be overthrown. Intended for one of their top receivers, Montrez Jackson, but it's over his head. Good coverage by Devin Burrell and Interesting play call there. Now sets up a third and long. On third down this year, they are
1: 44%, which is sixth in the MIAA. Well, now what we talked about, the play action, they like to kind of set up every once in a while. Right there, just Griffin did a good job in the secondary, just kind of closing out and kind of pushing all the receivers toward the boundaries and not giving them really good opportunities to make a play. Well,
0: if you can hold them to a field goal attempt, they had two PATs blocked last week and a 30-yard attempt blocked last week by Central Missouri. Going to send... Quinn in motion again. They give it to him on the end around round on the near side of the five. Gets the angle to the end zone. He's in. Gets inside the pylon. Touchdown, Luke Quinn. It's an eight-yard touchdown run for Nebraska Carney on that fly sweep. And they convert on the third down, and they take an early lead. They convert the turnover into points. It's 6-0 Nebraska Kearney with
1: 12.36 to go here in the opening quarter. Not how the Griffins want to draw it up with the turnover there. Nebraska Kearney, we, we talked about how good the option they have. They're, just, they're going to basically tell you what they're going to go do. They did it on the drive, they had a third down and long, able to convert.
0: They had two PATs blocked last week and a field goal blocked. Gonzalez on for the point after. And there's some penetration, Is blocked again, and it's going to be nearly picked up by Kobe Cummings. He will pick it up, now he scoops it forward. That'll be a lateral and it goes out of bounds. If he could have picked that up right away, I think he would have scored and got two points for that. He could not grab it as it bounced awkwardly, but that could be a big point. It certainly was last week, and another block kick. UNK is having a heck of a time with their field goal and PAT unit right now these last couple weeks. They've thrown a flag, but that's because he shoveled it forward. That'll be an illegal forward pass. It won't matter anyway, and the Griffins will get the football after the kickoff. But it is nothing, and UNK strikes early.
2: By rule, that penalty's declined.
0: So well, there's the illegal forward pass as Kobe just tried to make a play. But now how do the Griffins respond? You and Kay, we talked about how would they respond after letting that one slip away last week. Will they get a break early on, take advantage of it? Now how do the Griffins respond? This is not the first time they've been down when opponents have, opponents have scored first in five of the previous nine games. So this is not uncharted territory for this football team. But now we'll see how they respond in, in what, again, is now turning into a really big game.
1: And we've seen this offense respond when they've it, gotten into holes or down situations. We've seen the offense able to come out, and a lot of that's just because of what Wyatt Steigold has been able to do leading this offense this season. But right here, will they go back to Trey Vavel, Will they kick it back to him? You know, he's going to really have two hands on the football all the way through there. Or Will they kick it to Shamar? Because, I mean, you've got two guys back there that can make plays you know, on that second try, Vavil had a pretty good field position until he lost the football. So, uh, again, there's still playmakers. We saw opportunities, but we saw Nebraska-Carnie do very good on special teams there on the opening kickoff.
0: Trey is very shifty. He likes to spin a lot, and I think a couple times he gets hit when he spins, and I think that's what happened the last time. That's what happened against Central Missouri when he fumbled the punt earlier this season. And they will kick it away. It's a very short kick. Can Trey get to it on the run at the 15-yard line? He's got a head of steam. Now to the near side, 25-30. Here comes Trey Babble to the 40-yard line. He's to the 50-45. There goes Trey Babble to the 30. He's going to go. 10-5. Touchdown, Trey Babble. Touchdown, Griffins. From 85 yards away, his second
1: KOR for a TD. The young man made up for it, he punished Nebraska Cardi for kicking to him. Full head of steam getting the kickoff. He got the edge, he got the wall blockers, and it was daylight from there. Yeah, I would say he made up for that. Yeah, (laughs) Coach Williamson had his fist in the air the whole way down the sideline watching him run. The young man made up for it right there. Great
0: blocking on that, too. You could see it set up. There were even blocks at the 40 to 50 yard line, and then you just saw him take off. On the replay, a great block on one of the guys, and the PAT is good. Griffins are up, 7-6, as Zabilis knocks in the PAT. We've got a timeout on the field. We'll step aside, 12:25 to go, opening quarter. 7-6 Griffins as we continue with Missouri Western Football on the Griffins Sports Network. Well, it's been all about Trey Vavil so far in this football game. He fumbles the opening kickoff after a re-kick. He's actually had three returns. One was not good, then he fumbled the next one, and then he took one to the house. So it's been all Trey Vavil so far. It's a 7-6 football game. Here's Aviles' kick. Not tremendously deep. Montrez Jackson from the 10 between the hash and the numbers. on The near side comes near side of the 25, and Anthony Williams, who else is going to make a special teams tackle? He is almost in on every special teams tackle. Let's go down to the sideline check in with Christopher Tenpenny.
3: Thanks, Dave. De- definitely a lot of excitement down here, and just want to—you were talking about the blocking downfield on that kickoff return. Big number ninety. Joshua Davis making the big block around the forty-yard line that sprung Trey and allowed him to get all the way to the end zone.
0: Well, that was, imp- it was impressive. Because it was down the field a ways to the forty, the fifty-yard line, still making blocks. When you look at the replay, that's just a tremendous job to get the alley for Trey of Here comes TJ. Davis, the redshirt freshman in Loper offense, going to run the read option far side left, and they've got a big hole, great block to the outside. They get Shohan down with those cut blocks to the outside. Then Burrell knocks him down for the, There's 15 more, so they pick up nearly 20. There's an 18-yard gain plus the 15 tacked on. They're in the Griffin territory after the 33 yards on that
1: opening play. And Russell Courtney does a good job with those lead cut blocks. It really just takes the defenders out of the play. Just opens up a lot of more room. <laughs> yeah, they're really good.
2: A late hit out of bounds. Defense, number one, 15-yard penalty from the end of the run. First
0: down. That's a really dumb play by Devin Burrell. He was well out of bounds and just knocked him down, didn't need to. So after one play, they're at the 42 of Missouri Western. This has been a game of momentum swung both ways. That was David Goodwin with the 18-yard run. Again, he's their top rusher on the season. Three backs around T.J. Davis. Excuse me. He'll run it to the near side, and open the fake again. He'll cut up inside with that zone read, and he's up to the 38, picks up four. Kobe Cummings was right there, also for the Griffins. It's David Siliuta. Second down six for Nebraska Kearney. Now Davis, again, he is a very good runner. He came in again with 135 rushes, but he's only thrown the ball 62 times this year. 33 completions, but for 578 yards. And now a quick snap he wasn't ready for. He handles it, going to throw it up for grabs, up the near sideline. Sturgis is right there and can't quite make the pick. He misjudged it. And then dropping the football is Aubrey Marshall Parker. He probably should have got that thing inside the five and would have gone for six. There's a penalty flag at the line of scrimmage.
2: Offside, defense, number 91, five-yard penalty from the previous spot. Repeat second down.
0: Good play by Davis. He knew he had a free play, so he took a shot and probably should have had a completion. D.J. Sturgis misjudged his jump on that one. So it will be second and one. And been talking to some of the guys this week. T.J. Davis, when you watch him on film, it does seem like sometimes that he will just kind of throw it up for grabs and try and let his guys go make a play. Second and one. This is exactly what UNK wants. They're going to go play action pass again. They want to go down the football field. Davis gets hit, and he loops it over to the near side right but it luckily for UNK lands in front of DJ Sturgis and a couple other Griffins because he got hit as he threw it and that ball did not go where he wanted it to now it'll be third and one
1: yeah on that one a lot of of pressure from the Griffins defensive lineman up front Arnold Creighton here on the near side may have got held a little bit but him taking away the outside part really took away any running lane if Davis wanted to scramble
0: Sealand good one to the backs do to his left. Good one is the back to the right. One receiver each way. T.J. Davis. Out of the shotgun. Claps his hands one time. Gets the waist-high snap. Hand off to Sealy around the edge. And he will get stuck and power forward. He's going to be shy. He gets back to the line of scrimmage. He will not have the first down. Evan Shohan was there. Anthony Williams and Marquise Caldwell. It'll be fourth and one for Nebraska Corny. A, maybe even a loss of a half yard or the length of a football. So now it'll be
1: fourth and one. For UNK on fourth down this year. They're only five out of twelve. That play starts with Arnold Creighton going up the field, outside contained, making the cut back end. All the other Griffins are there to make the tackle.
0: Fourth down and one. Now three backs around TJ Davis. Zone Riedel pitches to the left side. They've got him hemmed in. He can't get there. He backpedals and he gets hammered by CJ Ravenel. The Griffins stand up defensively
1: and turn him over on downs. Another guy, Arnold Creighton there again, makes him come back inside. Creighton's just coming up the field, forcing these running backs back in between the hash marks. And when they come back inside so far, there's been a couple of Griffins waiting there. The other defensive linemen and the linebackers just waiting to tackle and ready to make the play.
0: You said it. Arnold Creighton made those last two plays. There's no doubt. He came off the field jacked. And Scorpio Horn made sure that he got some love too. Cole Crew's going to start at receiver. He lists him as a junior. This will be his last year playing football, though, so he got honored here on senior day, and he is put to the near side left. Steigerwald, the handoff to Markel Smith, and he has nowhere to go. He is engulfed after a loss of almost three yards back to the 32-yard line, and this is a great run defense from nebraska again, allowing only 112 yards per game.
1: And this may be a game where we see more Markel Smith early just trying to establish just a bigger running back because there's slides on nebraska Carney's defensive front. Now, if you're able to get Shamar in space against a group like this, he can make you pay, but right now, just a lot of beef up front for the defensive line.
0: Two receivers far side right, fake handoff, rolling right side of Steigerwald in the flat, wide open Brown, makes the uh, catch, and he lost a, a shoe. He's going to stay in bounds and then spin and get hit, and he's close to the first down. I thought that was a football so for a lot. second. I thought he might have dropped it, but it was his shoe. He runs out of his shoe and makes a 12-yard reception. He'll have a third down and one now at the 44. First, I thought he just tossed the football backwards, (laughs) and I was like,
1: I don't know what (laughs) he's doing at this point. He's still running. (laughs) He's still running without the football.
0: 12-yard completion of the flat to Brow. We saw that play work last week. Two receivers near side left. Now Devon Holmes out there for the first time. Split to the far side right. They've got three down linemen and two outside linebackers. This is their base 3-4 defense. Essentially five right now on the line of scrimmage. in a zone read run for Markell Smith, and he will not get there. He's going to be a yard shy. Might have lost a half yard. Boy, good job by Carney defensively, and Coach Williamson going to bring the punt team on. He lost about a half yard. It's going to be fourth and a yard and a half, and... Good job on the two Markel Smith runs. He went backwards, not able to get the first down, so coming on to punt is Luke Tice for the Griffins.
1: That doesn't happen too often with Markel Smith. He's 5'11", 230. It's hard to make a guy like that, that strong, that big, go backwards. But this Loper defense, they flow to the football. This defensive front, very good job on that first, this opening drive.
0: Luke Tice averaging 38.7 yards per punt. Good snap by Jack Muncy and a high wobbly kick. Fair catch called for by Luke Quinn. He will make it at the 18-yard line by the numbers on the far side left. And the Griffin defense back on the field. Only three plays for the offense. They go three and out. We've got a timeout on the field. 8.55 to go. First quarter. Missouri Western 7, Nebraska Kearney 6. This is Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Spratt Stadium. This is Missouri Western football As we're back inside the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth with Chris Roush and Christopher Tenpenny. I am Dave Rigger. UNK, their third possession already of this football game. Scored in their opening possession. Had a... PAT blocked, turned it over on Downs, last possession, and now here come the Lopers left to right from their own 18-yard line. Montrez Jackson in motion, they're going to give it to him. Nope, it's a fake, and again, T.J. Davis going to run the football far side left. He's got a first down outside the numbers, and he's going to go to bounds just across the 30 to the 32-yard line. 14-yard gain for T.J. Davis on first down. Boy, he's, you can tell that his, his ball handling is very good with his fakes and how he carries everything out. He does a nice job with making defenders think and making broadcasters feel like someone else has (laughs) the football. First down, 10. Davis looks at the sideline, see if they change the play or not. One thing talking to Coach Lynn quite a bit this week, he said, we feel like our offensive line and defensive lines now are up to MIWA standards. They weren't when they first took over a couple of seasons ago. Play action pass, nowhere to go, and he's engulfed, and he will get hit from behind and dropped for a loss. He's sacked by Arnold Creighton again. He has
1: been in the backfield of the Lopers all afternoon long so far. And yeah, there's been no one able to really block Arnold Creighton. There again, another miscommunications for the Lopers. That's the second time in this early part of the ball game they've had miscommunications on the fake handoffs. There are just nowhere to go after the fake. Just the pocket collapsed very quickly. A good push by the Griffins' defensive line to get there and collapse the pocket.
0: Yeah, it's a fake to no one because the back goes one way and he fakes the yeah, other that's way. That's the second
1: time it's happened.
0: It, yeah. A loss of five, second and 15. This is what UNK does not want. They don't want to get behind the chains. They want to stay on their own schedule, and now their off schedule is second and 15. Montrez Jackson comes in motion, and they fake it to him again. T.J. Davis comes near side right and will go out of bounds, and a flag comes out behind the play. I believe it's going to be a hold on the right
1: tackle, Corey Hulk and this may move him back 10 more yards. And Marquise Caldwell clapping after that one right in the area of the penalty marker.
2: Holding offense, number 72, 10-yard penalty from previous spot. Repeat second down.
0: It is the junior from Giltner, Nebraska, the right tackle for UNK. It would have been a third and about seven or so, so they'll take it back. It'll be second down and 25 yards to go.
1: You talk about how good you know Davis is with, with the fakes and the reads and everything. On, on that one there, he got him back into a manageable third down. And just he did, because yeah. he, he made the Griffins think long enough that the running back coming in motion had the football. And that, that split second, he was able to get a little bit more of a seam and get a couple extra yards.
0: Second down, 25. Davis will throw it. Looks to his left side. Going to throw it up for a grab. Sam Webb is out there. It's a jump ball. He knocks it away. A lot of hand fighting. And there's a flag in the backfield again. And I think it may be against the Griffins on a personal foul, roughing the passer. Sam Webb, good defensive play. Let's see if this is against Missouri Western or if it goes against the Lopers.
2: Personal foul, hands to the face, fence, number 99. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot, automatic, first down.
0: Instead of third and 25, it is now first and 10 for UNK. It's Chris Blakeney got his hands up in the face mask and one of the offensive linemen, and that'll be a 15-yard penalty on the Griffins. That's a huge Penalty.
1: Yeah, and Scorpio Horn over there talking to him right now. Looks like his jersey a little bit tangled up, so that usually probably means he's trying to get off the block and just put the hands in the face of the lineman, trying any way possible to get off the block. And just he got caught, and there's the 15 yards and a huge play for the Lopers.
0: Lopers back on track now as they got first and ten. Boy, they would have third and 25. Quinn goes in motion. It's a fake to him. TJ Davis just dies up the middle, and you can tell. He's pretty mature for a redshirt freshman. He runs out of bounds. He'll dive low. He's, I think, he's pretty slippery, and he's he's hard to get a direct hit on right now. He's pretty smart as a runner.
1: Yeah, the linebackers at this point aren't really even looking at the at the running back so much. They're just expecting him to keep it, which is kind of almost where the Lopers maybe want. Is kind of setting him up, setting him up, and they're going to give one of these running backs the handoff in one of these sweeps, and they may go for big yards. Can
0: they go behind the? Handoff now, and here's Goodwin, and he's going to get a yard, maybe two, and that's it. It was two on first down, two on second this time from Goodwin. Then he throws the football at Evan Shohan. Boy, an official was right there. I thought a flag might come out. He kind of tossed it on Evan Shohan. It'll be now third and six after the gain of two by David Goodwin.
1: He's a senior from Lauder Hill, Florida. If you can frustrate this Lopers team that just runs the football for the most part and not get them going and get inside their head, It will rattle them a little bit because they don't throw the football that much at all. I mean, they play actions every once in a while, but they don't do a lot of, you know, through the air in this offense.
0: Now it's an empty set, and Davis makes the first man miss, and he's going to have a first down. Boy, they had him dead to rights in the backfield. Was it Ravenel? I think who had a chance at him and ends up making the tackle, but he's going to get to the 46-yard line and pick up almost 10 yards on the play. So, again, that's the elusiveness of Davis in the backfield, and... That's something that they'll do quite a bit is they'll empty the backfield out and let him just make, go and make a play. So they convert on a third down. A couple of third down conversions here in the opening quarter. Griffin defense has been out there a lot. This is similar to the Missouri Southern game where they just had the football the entire quarter where they ran almost 100 plays to the Griffins 50. Here's an option pitch out to the near side of right. Coming over Shohan. Can't make the tackle. Luke Quinn gets out of bounds. Devin Burrell will make the stop, but he's into Griffin territory now at the 47 and a gain of nine. Although actually give him about seven yards to the 47-yard line, but having a hard time sealing the edge right now and setting the edge on defense. Yeah,
1: Shohan shed the block, but he just wasn't able to get the angle and get, get to the edge and just kind of you know, cut him for a loss or at least a, a minimal gain, just not able to get to that corner and just cut him off. They're
0: down, excuse me, second down and three. Right now in the game, Lopers have 17 plays. The Griffins have three. It's a 7-6 Missouri Western lead. Again, this is eerily similar to Missouri Southern right now. Faking up it is a give to Quinn, and he's going to fake out Salita to get to the boundary and get a bounce. Even to there, he was unsure of which way to go, go toward Davis or go to Quinn on the handoff, and he got... Stuck in mud for a second. It'll be a first down run of five to
1: the, make it six of the 41 and a first and ten for UNK. And that stutter step by Seeley right there, just enough to give him an extra step and go, just get to the edge, get to the corner and round and get pick up the first down.
0: They have used Goodwin-Seeley, Quinn a little bit. Obviously Davis going to run the football a lot. He has seven carries already. They've already ran the football 16 times in this football game. Griffins have three plays. Four and a half to go, opening quarter, 7-6 Griffins. Play action pass in the flat, going to be caught by Goodwin right there. Kobe Cummings for a loss of one. Their first completion, but it goes
1: behind the line of scrimmage, and a loss of one. Great play by the Griffin strong safety. Kobe Cummings like a ball hawk right there, just waiting and waiting. He sees He read the quarterback's eyes, and he saw where it was going. He just flowed to the football. Good open field tackle for a loss.
0: Now they're behind the chains on second and eleven and we'll send three receivers to the near side right. Sedarius Young is the inside receiver of the three. He's our big play threat. 29 yards per reception on the season. He's our top receiver with 15 catches. Second 11 for TJ Davis. Gets in the shotgun this time. Claps his hands one time. Chest high snap. Here's a pitch to the near side. Good one. Tries to cut back inside. He fakes out Anthony Williams and then gets off his own defender. Comes near sideline. Stays on the 25 to the 15-yard line and finally run out of bounds. Boy, he should have been tackled for a minimal game that time. Anthony Williams got faked out big time, and now he comes off the field limping, and Goodwin gets down
1: to the 13-yard line of Missouri Western. Yeah, a couple plays ago, Williams came out from underneath a pile limping, but he played through for a couple of plays, and you know, it's the same leg. It's the left leg that he was hobbling on earlier in the drive, too. Mark
0: now marking out the 12. Really good run by David Goodwin. So now Nebraska Corny will have the football in the red zone now. From the 12, here's Davis. Going to option four side left. He'll pitch it out to Goodwin. Cut block right there. Gets Isaiah Davis on the ground, and he gets, stays in bounds somehow, and he gets near the goal line. He's in. Touchdown. David Goodwin did not run out of bounds. Griffins could not contain him in a couple of really good runs by David Goodwin, and all of a sudden, UNK has the lead back. Boy, how big is that hands-to-the-face penalty now when they would have a third down and 25 instead of getting a first and 10, now go and score.
1: And we haven't seen too many situations like that this year, this Griffins team, where you've had penalties that big come back and cost them. They've done a good job this year limiting penalties like that. This drive, it's come back and hurt them.
0: UNK's going to take a timeout. They may go for two here because of the issues that
1: they're having with their PAT and field goal unit. Because if you miss another PAT... Griffins go down and score now two point ball game. You don't want to start missing PATs and have them start adding up. But the way they're running the football right now, it's probably in their better interest, better, more probability of you know converting the two point conversion to this point, just where they've been running the football here in the first quarter.
0: Let's check it on the sideline. Go down to Chris Tenpenny.
3: Thanks, Dave. The Griffins are having a hard time stopping this run attack that does average over 300 yards a game. But they did come out like we've seen them. They they do different defenses depending on their opponent. They have five down. Uh, linemen st- standing up two of them. We've seen Arnold Creighton be able to make a few plays because of that, but they do give up some speed on the outside runs.
0: And right now you wonder do they look like they're getting gassed down there a little bit defensively?
3: Um, a little bit because you know defensive linemen—that's a lot. You know, normally they do so many rotations. Now you're having an extra defensive lineman. With how long these drives have been, how much the breast Carney's had the ball, they might be getting a little tired.
0: Well, right now there's ten first downs to zero in favor of UNK. They have ran 21 plays to three. They've had the football for 9:41 compared to 2:12 for the Griffins. This defense has been on the field the entire first quarter, and now they will go for two. It's gonna be a big stop if they could save these points. Three or two left here. They're an option far side left to pitch out. And to the far sideline, getting inside the pylon is Darius Webb. Back up tailback, and he makes up for the blocked PAT. They go for two. They get it. It's now 14-7, Nebraska Corny. Tell you what, we... Heard from Coach Williamson in pregame about the cut blocks, and they, and you mentioned it too, they've done a great job of that on the edge, getting the linebackers down so they can't scrape over the top and make those tackles on the edge right now.
1: And also, the, they don't throw to their wide receivers, but their wide receivers yeah, are a very good job down the field blocking, too. This Carney team, you know, you talked about what Coach Lynn said about getting MIAA offensive line and getting, you know, just an MIAA caliber team out there, and you're seeing just how, how good this this program is right now just a very quick turnout from a few years ago last time we've seen them just kind of just what they've been able to do I mean the receivers they block while downfield I mean this team is 5-4 and four. we talked about them coming into this ball game they easily probably could be 7-2 and two right now they're 5-4 and four. they're not playing with like a team that's just middle of the pack in the MIAA
0: and again they could have a couple more wins they lost to UCO in a tight game early Pittsburgh State early on then lost to a one possession game to Central Missouri and to Fort Hayes State the last two weeks. So this is a team that's right on the cusp, and I think these two teams are very similar. They both have third-year head coaches, third-year coaching staffs, and they're very similar in where they're at in their progressions. The Griffins have a couple more wins this year, but there's not much difference. Trey Babel will get a chance again. He will go about five yards deep, and for the first time this season, he will down it. Good kick that time by Junior Gonzalez. That's the eighth touchback, and he was backtracking and almost had to go catch it over his shoulder, so a good decision by Babel.
1: Yeah, I think that's what maybe led to his decision was he wasn't able to actually just get a good good receipt return on a had to, Like you said, just keep backpedaling, backpedaling. That may be to him just kind of you know learning as he's going this season of, hey, I don't have to return every single kick out. I don't have to make a play every single time just get this team good field position. All
0: right, I think this is a monster drive. This offense has got to move the football. The defense has been on the field the entire first quarter up to this point. Here's Steigerwatt of the pistol. Shamar Griffith at the back. Here's a handoff to Shamar. Bounces outside. He's got a first down run of the 35 and knocked out of bounds around the 38-yard line. Good hole at the middle. They couldn't get Markel Smith free, but a 13-yard gain for Shamar Griffith on first down.
1: I said maybe the Markel Smith would know, be the better back just because of the size and just having to go against the size of Nebraska Carney. But Shamar right there to shifty right through. They had a nice hole, able to keep going, move the chains. Like you said, this is a huge drive to you know, get down, get some points, but also take some time off the clock with the defense, get some rest.
0: Devon Holmes puts it to the near side left. Donnell or Deron Thompson is checked in. He goes in motion to the right side. Steigerwald wants to throw it, has plenty of time. He will step up, run to the near side, and he will tuck it now, hesitate, and then just kind of take a little nap at the 42-yard line. He gets about four. Sal Silvio, the middle linebacker from Liberty North, makes the tackle for Nebraska Kearney.
1: You almost kind of saw his uh, fight to play another down right there, too. He just kept looking down the field, and <laughs> then he realized that. He wanted you
0: know, to throw it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah,
1: he was like, I'm past the line of scrimmage. I'm going to have to slide down. It wasn't the most athletic run. It was just more of a let's get a couple yards and see if we, what we can do on the second a down. A
0: very late slide or sit down. Yep. From the 42, again, a four for Wyatt. Fakes a handoff, rolls near sideline under pressure, dumps in the flat to Brow, turns up field. A flag comes out in the backfield as Brow's a first down across the 50 to the 45. What is the flag though? Steigerwald's gonna back up, and I think this one may go against the Griffin offensive line. Griffins are backing up right now. Coach St. Louis is not happy.
2: Holding. Offense number 50. 10-yard penalty from the previous spot. Repeat second
0: down. That's a big penalty on Sean Rouse, the left tackle for the Griffins. A hold against Sean, the senior from Omaha. So just like the hands to the face, that would have been a third and 25. Since a first and 10, now instead of a first and 10 at the Loper 45-yard line, another first down, you're back at your own 32, and you've got a second down and 16 yards to go. Steigerwald in the pistol formation. Two receivers to the far side right. Wyatt with a... Handoff off to Shamar. Runs around the near side. He spins for two to the 34-yard line. Cut down right there by the safety, Blake Bubak, who comes up to make the stop. Their second leading tackler on the season. Now a long third down. Third down and about 14 yards to go.
1: Going back to that play on the holding penalty. It looked like on that one, too. Steiger was trying to roll to his left, and there was this two Nebraska-Carney guys right there. I don't know if there was miscommunication from the offensive line on where the play was going, just right when he turned, he had to get rid of that ball quickly, and that's pretty much led to the holding penalty too.
0: Trips to the right side, now coming in motion is Devon Holmes. He's a receiver on the near side left now. Here comes the blitz, going to throw to the middle, wide open is Eldridge Joyce. He gets hit high and can't hang on. The throw was too high for Eldridge, and that's tough to do. He's 6'6", but just a little bit too high. Boy, if he sticks him between the 8 and the 0, that's a first down, and an easy catch, but he threw it too high for him, and then he got hit and could not hang on to it.
1: Just one of those plays where Wyatt was trying to make it and it kind of just, you know, torpedoed in there to him. Just not the best throw that we've seen Wyatt make. And now you have the defense coming back on the field once again. Not, not a whole lot of rest for the defense. Like you said, that holding penalty coming up huge. With some big
0: penalties here early in this game. Snap back to Luke Tice this is a good one. Here's a line drive spiral. Quinn will not call the for a Fair catch, lets it bounce, hits it sideways, and the grips have to get it. Now it goes a couple more yards. In favor of the Griffins and finally downed by Justin Mason. backup corner for Western at the 22-yard line. First and 10 for Nebraska Kearney, but the Griffins get just one first down and they have to punt the football back. Boy, penalties have reared their ugly head. That was a major factor one year ago. It really has not been this year. But in this game so far here in the first quarter, they've been an issue. So far, Griffins have four penalties and 45 yards, but that doesn't... I mean, that doesn't even... Register the yardage that they lose from the play that they gained. Brow he had about a 15-yard game. That's essentially a 25-yard penalty, but it only goes as 10 in the books. See if the defense can make a stop. Option pitch to the near side right, and good catch. The 30 off to the races now to the 50-yard line as their backup running back who scored the two-point play, Darius Webb, and he gets into Griffin territory. On the option, he's all the way to the 37 yard line. First and 10 for UNK. Just like that, they're back into Griffin territory, and boy, they're having a hard time right now. The Griffins are stopping the run.
1: Well, that cut block took out two Griffins. The, the initial Griffin, and then the second one just kind of tripped over everything. Also, Isaiah Davis in right now at linebacker. Haven't seen Anthony Williams come back out. Of the medical team, I don't see him on the sideline right now either.
0: And Sam Webb just came off the football field. Looking at him, their top corner. Here's another pitch out to the far side left, and great blocking on the outside. And this time, setting up the run for David Goodwin was Dayton Seeley, their other back. So a good, and now some pushing and shoving on the sideline with Kobe Cummings and one of the Lopers, Devin Burrell over there.
1: It's been getting a, a little chippy on the outside with the. Loper wide receivers in the secondary just throughout, just a couple different plays from the early going. just a lot of jawing back and forth.
0: They give them a game this time of five yards to the 32. Twelve seconds left here in the opening quarter. It's 14-7 Nebraska Kearney. Two receivers near side right. They've only attempted three passes, one for excuse me, yeah, three, one for three for negative one yard so far in the game. They're gonna have the clock run down and That'll be it for our first quarter of play. At the end of one, it's Nebraska Kearney 14 and Missouri Western 7. You're listening to Missouri Western Football on the Griffin Sports Network. Let's get on the field with Christopher Tenpenny and get an injury update. Do you see Anthony Williams down there, Chris?
3: Uh, Anthony Williams is right now in the tent, getting that left ankle looked at right now. Um, no no uh, answer on how serious it is. Hopefully it's just some tape and he'll be able to out there. And then Sam Webb, who came off the field earlier, was just no one came up and really looked at him. He was just kind of walking off. Don't know if it was a stinger or what was exactly wrong with Sam Webb on that last drive.
0: And he's walking around right now and not back in the game quite yet. Tariq Stewart's still out there for him, the redshirt freshman. But Anthony or Sam is walking around right now, so hopefully he gets back in the football game. Second down is five yards to go for Nebraska Kearney. They've got the football now moving right to left. They are in Griffin territory at the 32. Lopers, boy, they have dominated the game so far. Griffin's only down seven despite the domination for UNK. See if the Griffins can get a stop. Five-man defensive front here. Option pitch to the near side left. They pitch out for a good one. Another huge hole. He's got a first down run. Lost the football. It's out of bounds. Isaiah Davis makes the stop at the 25 yard line for a gain of seven more. They'll move the chains. And with the defensive backs and linebackers just having a hard time getting to the backs for their five, six yards down the football field.
1: And some of it too, the Lopers have linemen pulling out there too in space. It's kind of just helping lead the way. And when the linemen have that much more sides on you, just kind of getting in the way can even give these Loper running backs a little bit more time, too.
0: Again, five down linemen again. Trying to recognize where the tight end is at. They've got the tight end here in the near side left now. Here's an option pitch to the far side right. And again, it's going to be Davis to make the tackle, but he's going to pick up almost four yards. They'll give him three to the 22. Everything's outside on the perimeter right now, so you almost wonder if, if you go back to a four-man front since they're not really trying up the middle right now. So with the five-down lineman, that hasn't really worked real well to contain anything, so do you want more speed on the football field?
1: And that one, it looked like Isaiah Davis, he had a long ways to go to get there, did. but also kind of maybe not full speed just in case a cut back in because if they cut back in, there's no one really else around him to make that play.
0: Second down, seven from the 22. They faked the sweep, and now good job this time by C.J. Ravenel. Just a one-yard gain for T.J. Davis, the quarterback for UNK. And now they've come third and six, third and medium for Nebraska Kearney. So far in the game, though, they're three out of four on their third-down conversions. They need to hold this to a field goal attempt.
1: You, you talked about there's really nothing up the middle right now for the Lopers. It's just all outside. This is a big third down. Like you said, if they can hold them to the field goal attempt here, We've seen how the field goal unit of Lopers have been. That's tremendous to get this defense off the field.
0: Darius whipped to the left of the quarterback Davis. They're going to run to the near side. Here's an option pitch again.
1: Creighton is right there.
0: The a tackle for a loss. He slings him down. About the 25-yard line. Arnold Creighton makes another huge play. And now that will be a loss of four on the play. They gave him a great spot. But it will make it a very long field goal now for UNK. It will be about a 42-yarder.
1: Oh, wow, they, yeah, they gave him a tremendous Because he tackled swing. near the
0: 30, but they gave him to the 25-yard line, and they're going to keep the offense on the field right now on 4th and 10. Great play by Creighton. He's had a good football game so far. So they keep the offense on the field on 4th and 10. They will not try a long field goal. The long for Gonzalez is only 33 yards. He's 6 out of 11 this season. So Davis will try it. He'll go play action pass. Davis. Scrambles to the far side right. Keeps the play alive. He will try and take off and run. He's to the 20 and gets spun down by Isaiah Davis at the 21-yard line. Six yards shy of the sticks. And the defense does it again. They turn them over on downs. They keep just a seven-point deficit with 12-18 to go here in the second quarter.
1: That was good coverage down the field, too, by the Griffin defense. Just not really giving Davis much to look at. Good job by the Defensive line kind of putting pressure, making him scramble out. Also, when you do the, the, the fake pitch that he did right there, it kind of gives the Griffin defense a little bit more to kind of go at him. Good job Isaiah Davis there to chase him down and make the play.
0: Griffin's having it throw in 21-yard line. Boy, they've dominated the game. Carney has, and it's only a seven-point lead for UNK. Cooper Burton has checked in as the slot receiver near side right out of the pistol formation. Handoff and nowhere to go. Getting blown up immediately was the back for the Griffins. I think that that's Markel Smith back in the football game for the Griffins. And a good job defensively flying in was Kevin Wilson the strong safety on a loss of two. Markels have three runs. They've all gone for negative yards so far in this game.
1: And we don't see Markel go for many negative runs as is. That just kind of tells you what this Loper defensive front is able to do, how how physical, and how much they can push an offensive line back.
0: Devon Holmes to the near side right. Kyle Berry, Damon Wheeler to the far side left for Steigerwald. Here's a play-action pass. Nope, it's going to be a reverse. Now throwing the football is Wheeler, and he drops it. It's loose, and will be picked up. I think the Griffins are back on it. Now it might be a scrum. And it will be fourth, it will be third down. The Griffins got the football back. Damon Wheeler was going to throw the football on the reverse, so they try to trick play. It backfires. They fumble, luckily get back on the football, throwing 13-yard line.
1: And the receivers down the field covered up pretty well, too. And Wheeler may have had a little bit of space if he would have been able to get out there to run, but a lot of things could have went really wrong on that play, too.
0: Well, even on that play, they were in the backfield UNK was, he had nowhere to go with it now third down and long third and 18 yards to go Steigerwald going to throw the football, they bring some pressure, Wyatt's going to step up he throws to the near side and diving for the ball is Eldridge Joyce there was some contact down the field Buback in coverage, the safety but no flag comes out and that will be that Griffin's three and out just one first down for this western offense that has been pretty prolific throughout the entire season
1: And, again, you put the defense, the defense right, back, right out. back out yeah. there. Yep, you're right. They got a big stop there in the red zone, pushing the Lopers out of the red zone and now the right back on the field.
0: Luke Tyson needs a good punt right now. He stands about three yards deep in his own end zone. See if they come after this. They will bring some pressure. He gets it away. It's a spiral wobbly to the near side. Quinn calls for a fair catch and makes it at the 42-yard line, so a decent punt. It will go for about 45 yards with no return. So Luke will take that one, 10.45 to go here in the second quarter. Carney the football back. They lead 14-7 with 10.45 to go second quarter. This is Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Spratt Stadium back inside the Eastville Shopping Center broadcast booth with Chris Rouse and Christopher Tenpenny. I am Dave Riggert. Griffin's down 14-7. Lopers get the ball back, 10.45 to go here in the second quarter of play, Western is being out first downed in the game. 12-1, to 1, out gained 187-19, 28 plays to 10 right now. It's been all lopers, and luckily it's only a seven-point deficit.
1: Yeah, you, you look at those stats, and you think it's probably a three or four touchdown deficit, but Griffin defense doing their part and keeping this one close still.
0: Option play to the right side,
1: pitch out, Creighton forces the
0: pitch, Darius Webb gets the corner and outraces the defender, Devin Burrell. He's after the race to the 30, the 20, the 10, and he breaks the tackle from Burrell and gets in the end zone. One play after the punt, a 59-yard run for Darius Webb, and Nebraska Kearney has a two-score lead as 20-7 UNK with 10.37 to go here in the second quarter.
1: And the secondary guard for the Griffins unable to get to help over there because Sidarius Young, the receiver, blocking all the way down the field, pretty much into the end zone. Again, these receivers and the blocking down the field, opening up things for the Lopers right now.
0: And he showed tremendous speed because Burrell's a tremendous athlete and he turned the corner on that and Burrell could not chase him down. Well, UNK has been outstanding so far. The PAT is good and they have dominated the football game. It continues as they now lead 21-7. to And now with that run, they have ran the football for 247 yards in this game already on 26 carries.
1: Well, we knew what they were going to do. They said they were going to run it. The stat sheets have said they're going to run it, and they've come out and run it. And now it's just a, hey, can you stop us from running it?
0: Again, this is a much different offense than Pitt. Some of the same... Principles as far as some of their zone read, the option type stuff, but it's it's a different offense. This is much harder to defend than that regular triple option that you see. That was old school football last week. This is kind of a new school triple option, and they've got a good quarterback and some really good running backs to do this. And Webb now with 99 yards rushing. Goodwin has 82. Davis has 33. 25 for Sealy. It's been a little bit of everybody so far here in this game for UNK. And again, give them credit. They've been on the field. They've kept the Griffin offense off the field. 13 first downs to 1, 29 plays to 10. Griffins could really be down 21 nothing or 28 nothing right now. But, boy, this is a humongous drive now. We talked about the last drive, but Griffin offense has got to figure something out because I think it's going to be hard to stop this offense from UNK. They're going to have to score with them right now.
1: And it goes back to what you talked about, too. Maybe do you go away from the five-down lineman and go to three linebackers and try to, you know, shake things up on defense.
0: Punch to the near side. Fair catch called for by Vavlo at the two right by the sideline. So they will get at the 25-yard line. So we got the touchdown, and then we saw a touch back on a fair catch, and then he calls a or back in the end zone, and then he calls a fair catch there at the two. But a pretty good decision that time, too, and not trying to be Superman because he was right by the sideline. He calls for the fair catch. They get the football at the 25-yard line. All right, what well, can this Griffin offense do? 19 yards so far in the game. The only offense has been the kickoff return for a touchdown for Trey Vavel. This is not uncharted territory for the Griffins, though. They've been behind before. Here's a play-action pass. In the flat, Cooper Burton wide open, turns upfield. He will shake a defender of the 40 and gets tackled from behind near the 45-yard line. There's a good start to the drive as
1: the Benton graduate gets 20, and then he gets shoved. Right in front of two officials on the Griffin sideline, in front of Coach Williamson and everybody else, too.
0: He got shoved this time by Leroy James, the strong safety. And boy, Coach Bonafossi was right there, the wide receivers coach, and he wanted some help for his position group that time as Cooper gets a 20 yard reception on first down Cooper had three catches last week to lead the Griffins he gets his first one of the day today Stagger well down two out of four from their own 45 yard line Griffins moving left to right now down 21-7 10 to play before halftime Wyatt looks over the defense this is their base 3-4 defense zone read handoff Shamar Griffith to the outside can't get there. Sal Silvio, the line, middle linebacker, leads them in tackles. He makes the stop after a short gain of one by Shamar Griffith. He's not a big kid. He's only 5'10", 205, but he's, their, he's been their top tackler the last couple of seasons. And he played at Liberty North. Second down nine now for the Griffins. Cooper Burton, Devon Holmes check back in. They go split to the left side along with Kyle Berry. Trips that way. Tight in near side right, Cam Grandy. He's kind of touched down the last three games, one in each. Steigerwald out of the pistol on second and nine. In motion to the near side is Devon Holmes. Here's a handoff, and Deron Thompson gets across the 50, running to the left side. A flag comes out late. It's at the 48. It'll be a third and three. Let's see what the flag is.
1: Cam Grandy comes up limping a little bit, too, in the area where that marker is thrown.
0: Hey, are trying to get in on the conversation of the official to see what this is.
2: Currently game Play. The block below the waist re- occurred within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Third down.
0: So they were going to throw a block below the waist, but it rec- occurred five, between, or five yards from the line of scrimmage, so it was still legal. So the Griffins do not get a penalty. So it will be third and three. This, is, this might be four down territory right now. Down 14, nine to go first half. Maybe hey, just to even get a spark going for your football team. Jerron Thompson, the back to the left now. They've got three receivers just off the right tackle, Swig Colbert. Back to throw is Wyatt under some pressure. In the flat, wide open brow. Turns upfield, has the first down. And he's through the 41-yard line. They've thrown the ball in the flat a lot here in the last couple of weeks with so the tight ends or the slot receivers, and they'll move the chance again. Second first down on the drive, best drive of the day so far for the offense, now in into lower territory at the 41-yard line.
1: And, and throwing some of those, I think just maybe getting wide in this offense and a rhythm too. You, you get a couple first downs here with, with the throws in the flats and just kind of giving the receivers and tight ends an opportunity to, to make something with just a, a quick short passes and just kind of let them do their thing.
0: Here's a stretch play on the near side right for Shamar. Big
1: hold of the 35, 30, bounces off a of tackle, stays on his feet to the 20, to the 15, 5,
0: touchdown, Shamar! Griffith escorted by Blake
1: Brown. Shamar scores from 41 yards away. Touchdown, Griffiths! Excellent design is kind of a stretch play. Shamar had all the blocking in front of him. Blake Brown there helping block, and he just kind of helps him stay up too. Once Shamar got his footing back, I thought he was going right out of bounds, just kind of tripped up. He got his footing back, Blake Brow right there, just to make sure no one got to Shamar on the way to the end zone.
0: Great job of balance. You see the replay, and he got he got shoved and then able to put his hand on the turf that time, keep his balance. So if he looks on for the PAT, it is good. That's a big answer for the Griffin offense. They make it a one-score game again, 8-16 to play here in the second quarter. It's Missouri Western now trailing Nebraska Coney by a score of 21-14, but... Boy, Chris, that's a big drive, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's what the Griffins needed. We've seen the Griffin offense. I mean, we've seen them down in games before going back a little while now to kind of a deficit where they were at just kind of with Northwest and the Central Missouri games. But that's what I think what's made this, you know, this team different this year too. I mean, they, they know they have the ability to go down there and get a score when they need to. A lot of that is Wyatt just kind of leading the offense. I mean, he stays cool, calm, and collected. He doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. He's just able to you know, get this offense in a rhythm. You got Daron Thompson there with a pretty good run there, just kind of in the middle of that drive to kind of get another running back involved. But again, like you said, it's kind of getting the passes into the flats to the. Cooper Burtons, I mean, to the tight ends, guys like that, letting them get the first downs and making the, the Kearney defense kind of have to, you know, just flow from sideline to sideline and kind of opens up the rushing attack
3: too.
0: Let's check it on the sideline. Go down to our, the third member of our crew, Christopher Tenpenny.
3: Thanks, Dave. I do have some negative news for the Griffins as a little bit before that drive, Anthony Williams did come out of the tent with a boot on his left ankle, on crutches on the sideline. Looks like his day may be done.
0: Yeah, that's that's bad news because he's such, he's such a leader on this team. He's such a good player, first of all, but he's a great kid, great player. He's the leader of that defense, and he's one of those seniors that has able to stick through the coaching change and and be one of the leaders on this football team that's a huge loss for this football team
1: yeah i mean you talk about just not not just his play but i mean he's on special teams i mean he, yeah he does, absolutely. A, he does a lot for this team you know off the field on the field but yeah that, that, that's going to be a big one to kind of see what this griffin defense can do i mean we saw isaiah davis kind of step in there two drives ago and kind of get a big stop there on a fourth down and kind of a place of anthony williams but it a big loss for the Griffin defense. Yeah, it's going to be
0: Isaiah Davis, Terrence March, those two guys. Here's a kick to the goal line and Jackson will come from the 10-yard line to the 15-20 outside the numbers are on the far side right near the 30-yard line now is Montrez Jackson and the Loper offense back out there. Griffin defense back out on the football field. Time of possession right now 13-22 for UNK, 8-22 for Missouri Western. That last drive for the Griffins a five plays 75 yard drive that's all good only took 2:14 off the clock so the defense is back out there with 809 to go before halftime
1: yeah probably defense probably feel like they didn't get much of a break at all but i mean now it's only a 7 point ball game again defense needs to stop here They're going to stop
0: back and force them to punt. They haven't forced them to punt yet. They have two stops, but they've been turnover on downs in Griffin territory. Here's an option play for T.J. Davis. Steps up inside, and Isaiah Davis, the Griffin linebacker, makes the stop, but he gets seven yards up the middle.
1: You know, the big thing so far is Arnold Creighton's doing a good job of getting upfield and making him cut back inside. Problem is, when they do that, they're still getting out four, five, six yards per play, and that one they got seven. So even though Creighton's doing a good job keeping them inside for some of these plays, They're still getting enough on first down to give them second and short.
0: Second down, three. Football at their own 36-yard line, and now a flag comes out. I think there might have been some movement for UNK. Griffins are pointing that way.
2: Ball start. Offense, number 54. Five-yard penalty from previous spot. Still second down
1: i am going to say the center was the one with the false start penalty. Wonder maybe it. he moved the ball a little yeah. bit or something. Yeah, because he had two Griffins that kind of jumped and got back, and then it was the umpire behind the Griffin defensive line that threw the penalty. So, yeah, he'd be the one who would see that probably better than anybody else if he moved the football.
0: Second down and eight now. Let's see, maybe a penalty can derail a drive for UNK. Darius Webb, who scored the last touchdown from 59 yards away, is in the backfield to the left. Option that way, pitch out to Darius Webb. There's a cut block, and again to the outside, turns the corner, gets out of bounds, has a first down run. Boy, Shohan is right there, or one of the linebackers is, and then they get cut to open up a huge hole almost every single time on these option plays.
1: And they're making sure, they're doing a good job making sure their cut blocks aren't coming too far downfield, because if you do, you get the penalty thrown. They're doing a good job of just cutting as far down into the linebackers as they can, but it's still being within the realms of what they can do.
0: First down and 10 after the run by Darius Webb. They bring some pressure. Now there's movement up front, and I think it may be a false start against Nebraska Corny. It is. So now can they take advantage of some of these penalties? Because you want to put them in long-yard situations because they're one for three throwing it for negative one yard, but yeah. they're in great position where they don't have to throw the football right now.
1: No, That's the thing here. If you can get them into a second and long, third and long but, it's again, It's been they're getting about five, six yards per carry so far, it feels like. Just kind of being able to get themselves in second and manageables and then even third and short situations. They haven't faced too many long situations where they've had to go and do something out of the ordinary.
0: We'll go option right side. Davis will stick his foot in the turf and get upfield and have about ten. Again, when he wants to take off, too, he takes off. And he's a big kid at 6'3". He gets to the 47 and picks up ten yards. So now it's second and five. So, they're averaging 9.5 yards per carry. They get 10 there to set up a second and five, so that makes up for what they lost on first down. Six and a half to go here before halftime. Remember, Carney gets the ball to start the second half. They get an extra possession in this game just because of the opening kickoff fumble by Trey Babel. Now option near side left for Davis. A late pitch, and now he fakes him out and nearly lost the ball. No gain on the play. Arnold Creighton, boy, he faked the pitch, then wanted to keep it, then wanted to pitch again. And Creighton was right there kind of waiting for the football. And he makes the play for no gain. Now third and five. I wonder how big Arnold Creighton's
1: eyes were getting there. Yeah, he saw the football coming. And he's done a good job of just getting into the lanes and, and forcing Nebraska Kearney to, to switch things up. The problem is Carney's just being able to adapt to what Arnold Creighton is doing on the outside.
0: Big play, third and five from midfield, just shy of the 50. Zone Reed. He wants to throw the football. Davis throws it up for grabs. It's a jump ball, and Burrell can't make the grab, it's caught by Sedarius Young, and he will score. A jump ball that Devin Burrell should have caught. He misplayed it, and it goes for a touchdown for Nebraska. Corny on a prayer
1: answered by Sidarius Young, their big play receiver. Griffin's defense up front. They were able to get to Davis. They hit him. It was just a ball thrown up. We've seen those type of plays go to Griffin Wade. This year, that one goes against them. Well, that's a play you've got, you just have to make that play. That's yeah. that's
0: an easy play to make, and he just he missed, he missed misplayed it. Devin Brell was essentially waiting for the punt, and he misplayed it, and Sidarius Young grabs it and scores. PAT blocked again, and it's going to be picked up by Carney, and that'll be that. Boy, they are terrible at that. 27-14, Griffins down two scores, though. The offense is going to have to pick the defense back up because they, again, gave up a big play. 27-14, Kearney, 5.40 left here before halftime. We're listening to Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Spratt Stadium. Well, Chris Rouse, Christopher Tenpenny. 5.40 left here before halftime. Nebraska Kearney, 27, and Missouri Western, 14. Griffins could not shut down this Kearney offense. They've been outgained 3.27 to 94. Back deep, Vabble will get a chance to return this one. From the four-yard line. Comes from the hash and the numbers near sideline. He's to the 25 and runs in a couple lopers around the 28-yard line. Offense is going to have to do their job today. They've got to get in a little rhythm. They finally got going last drive. But, boy, when the defense has them in a third and long, they've got to make a play. And Burrell was just waiting for that T.J. Davis ball that was just thrown up for grabs. And somehow Sedarius Young comes up with it and scores. Justin Richter talking his defense right now, trying to get them going again. Anthony Williams out of the game on crutches now with his foot in a boot. Here's a play-action pass in the flat again. Wide open Devon Holmes. He'll turn up field. Just shy of the 35-yard line. Right out of bounds here on the near sideline. And the marker at the 35 for a gain of seven. First catch for the Griffin leading receiver, Devon Holmes. Right out of bounds by Alec Sovereign, senior from Lincoln, Nebraska. Jaden Richardson now split to the near side right. To the far side left is Devon Holmes. Big receivers on the outside for the Griffins. Two tight end sets. Blake Brown now will come in motion as a blocking back to the right. Zone read. Hand off to Shamar. Another big hole. He stays on his feet and now spins back around. I'm not sure what he was doing. He almost had a first down and then circled back two yards and eventually does get the first down. But that was a weird run by Shamar Griffith. Yeah, I don't know if. It's almost like he lost the football and was trying to go back to get it, but he had it the entire time.
1: Yeah, he he just felt like he was losing or something. I'm not for sure what happened on that one.
0: Well, he got the first.
1: (laughs) Bright spot. (laughs) Confusing, but
0: bright spot. Markel Smith, the back now. Ishamar checks out. First and 10 Griffins from their own 39-yard line. Getting some rhythm now offensively. 4.43 to go here before halftime. There's a run by Markel up the middle and nowhere to go. He's going to tackle for a loss again. Every run from Markel Smith has been a loss. He has had nowhere to go. Great job defensive this time. First man there was J.C. Nutter, the inside linebacker. Sophomore from Thetford, Nebraska. Loss of four for Markel Smith, and now Deron Thompson will check in.
1: Yeah, Smith is not able to get anything going against this Carney defense. They've done a really good job of containing him here so far in the afternoon.
0: Yeah, just nothing for him so far. Two receivers near side right. Second down, 14 yards to go. Football at the 35 now of the Griffins. They move left to right. Down 27-14. Three-step drop for Steigerwald. Lots of time. Once the zing it deep gets hit and throws it short, incomplete. He threw that into the ground to make sure no one could catch it. He got hit by South Silvio, the middle linebacker. Now a third and 14 coming up from Missouri Western. There's nowhere to go down the field.
1: And yeah, Wyatt had time. I mean, pressure started coming late, but he yeah, got good coverage down the field by the Loper secondary. Just taking away everything. You know, Steigerwald wants to take some chances sometime. Coach Williamson said last week they kind of got on to him against Pittsburgh State in the first half, just kind of threw some up there. That time, this very conservative, smart decision just kind of to throw it in the ground.
0: They're down 14. They bring some pressure. They stun up front. Steigerwald steps out of it. He will take off and run, and he comes near sideline. Ankles to the outside, and he may have the first down. Wyatt across the 50 will get a first down. Boy, he showed his wheels. It looked like there was no way he was going to move the chains. Then he bounced outside, kind of bubbled out, the the boundary and picks up the first down to the 46 of Nebraska Corny. Great play by Steigerwald.
1: Lived to fight another down right there. Just I didn't I didn't think he had a chance of getting to the near <laughs> sideline. Yeah. We knew we had some quickness, but he kind of showed off his athleticism right there. Just getting up the field into the sideline, getting the edge.
0: Jordan Witcher checks in. He's a receiver here in the near side, right. Three receivers just off the left tackle, Sean Rouse. Here's a handoff to Shamar again. He will. Going to burrow his way low for about three or four yards. Shamar's been the effective back today. Markell got the start here on senior day, but, boy, he has not been effective. Now Durant Thompson checks in for Shamar. After that gain of four yards, six carries and 64 yards and a score for Shamar Griffith.
1: You have about three minutes to go. You just want to take as much time off the yeah, spot as you can. If they can
0: score and close out the half this way, that would be yeah. huge. Because UNK w- gets that ball to start the second half. Exactly. Wing Right. Grandy, wing left brow, one receiver each way. Here's a handoff to Deron Thompson. Great patient run. He's got a first down. He finishes the run with a punishing blow. He lowers his shoulder to the 35 and picks up seven yards. Good run. He followed the lead block that time of the pulling guard. I think it was Jared DeVoe that time that Actually, that was Keegan Zars, I believe, that pulled that time, and a good job to be patient with the run for Duron Thompson.
1: He's almost inviting contact when he runs. He's not afraid to just run right into you and run you over and take him with you when he runs the football.
0: At the 35 now of UNK, 2.24 to go, all three timeouts remaining. That's a big drive to score here before the half. Another hand to Duran running left side, and they run him down from behind, a loss on the play. Good defensive play this time by the outside linebacker, Zach Sullivan, a senior from Omaha. A loss on the play of... About a yard and a half, two yards. DeVoe got into it a little bit with one of the linebackers that time. Got to go with a little bit of urgency now, down to two minutes left here in the half. You have three timeouts, but you want to leave yourself a chance to score here. We need to get six right here.
1: For Nebraska-Carney, you get third down. Do Do you start using yours to try to get it back?
0: Probably not in your own territory. They've got a two-score lead. Steigerwald going to throw it near sideline. Coming back as Richardson, he stumbles back. He had it, and then stumbled to kind of trip as he came back to the football. They get it for about a three-yard game, but it could have been five or six. It does set up a third and manageable now. Third and eight. The football now at the 33-yard line, and this might be four-down territory. We'll see. It'd be about a 50-yard field goal. A minute 20 left in the half. We gotta kind of get going right now. Although the, obviously the priority is to get this third down first of all, and then hustle. Devon Holmes to the near side right. Richardson, Wheeler to the far side left. Third down eight for the Griffins. They are two for five on their third down conversions, including a third and 14 conversion by Wyatt. They bring pressure. Wyatt going to throw the middle, intercepted at the 25-yard line. It is Bubeck. He will make the INT. Comes to the near side line with a 40 tackle by Devon Holmes at the 42-yard line. Boy, pressure got there. He had to throw it way earlier than what he wanted to through to the hot route, and boo back. He's strong, safety read it. Got the INR, the INT and runs it back to the 42-yard line in UNK territory. And
1: he was kind of spying behind the umpire there back there, too, as he just kind of came up there. I don't know if Wyatt saw him just kind of spying back there. Does he jump the route? Well, I was talking
0: to Dave Brown before the game, asking if, it, if they brought a lot of pressure and stuff. and said they don't, they don't bring a lot of pressure. They've been
1: bringing a lot of pressure here lately, and I've, a lot of that give credit to what the Griffin offense has been able to do. Because I think teams have saw that if you give Wyatt a lot of time back there, he makes the, he finds his guy eventually, and he'll he'll make you pay for it.
0: This is a must stop right now. Fifty seconds left in the half. They'll run t- fake toss sweep, and now a good job by Tyler Basket to make the tackle at the forty seven yard line on T.J. Davis, the running back or the quarterback. Gets five yards. They have. Two timeouts remaining. They'll burn one right here. Again, they have struggled with their field goal and PAT unit the last couple of weeks, so they will put... There's 42 seconds on the clock right now. Griffin's trailing 27-14, but they've got to hold him out of the end zone right now because UNK gets the ball to start the second half.
1: You don't want to go in there trailing by 20 here at the break. Just... The drive was developing for the Griffins. Just pressure was brought on third down. You are probably in four down territory, like we talked about. Just why? He just I don't think he saw the strong safety coming up. He just made the play. Loper's playing really good. We were wondering how they would respond from last week's loss. Well, they've responded, and they look like a team with a lot to prove today.
0: Yeah, they've come back pretty strong after their tough loss one week ago. Griffins. Down 27-14. They put 43 back on the clock. There was down to 42. So now it's at 43. UNK has one timeout remaining. See if this Griffin defense can make a play. Need a turnover of some sort. They made a couple of big stops with fourth down stops in their own territory, but not able to take advantage of it. Second down, five football at their own 47. UNK moving right to left. The run option on the near side for Davis. The pitch out to the outside, and he gets out of bounds after a first down run. David Goodwin gets into Griffin territory at the 46-yard line. where these guys down the field, the back that doesn't get the, the run <laughs> turns into a tremendous blocker for UNK. They do a great job on the perimeter with their cut blocks. Makes sure you see what adjustment... Coach Richter in this defense will make it halftime to try and defend this because what's worked here in the first half, well, it hasn't worked so far, what they've tried anyway. Option again to the near side, Davis a late pitch. one will stay in bounds and run out near the 35-yard line. And they're getting quick. 7-8-9. This one goes for 11 yards, getting out of bounds. They've ran their last two plays in 10 seconds and picked up almost 20 yards. So they're still running the football and getting out of bounds because they're running to the short side of the field, not having to burn the timeout. Now they're at the 34 of Missouri Western. Impressive clock management right now with even running the football. It's almost 9, 10 yards a pop every single time right now for this team. They're third in the nation in rushing they run the strong side of the, the wide side of the field. Now Davis makes a man miss. Comes back to the near side. He's going to stay in bounds and a good job of pursuing him for Devin Burrell and C.J. Ravenel. Timeout for Josh Lennon, UNK at the 28-yard line. Still picked up six. Clock is down to 24, and that's their final timeout of the half.
1: That play more than anything else took a lot of time off because Davis is trying to you know find some open area to run with it. Just Still 24 seconds left. Carney has no more timeouts, but Like you talked about, the way how fast they're getting up and running plays and how quick we've seen them be able to just burst a big play. Also, maybe they're setting up a play action too because you you keep doing this over and over in this Griffin defense. They want to be aggressive. They want to go get the, the ball. We saw what happened. I mean, the last time they scored, I mean, that one probably should have been Burrell's football all the way, but they got behind them and got the touchdown. So I wouldn't be surprised play action coming here. Maybe not this play, but... Probably pretty quickly here, especially when you're out of timeouts and you really don't want to put your kicker in this situation because this one may be out of his reach almost.
0: And we see when, when teams are running the, the two-minute drill and don't have timeouts or have limited timeouts, they throw to the boundary to get out of bounds. Well, this team has no trouble getting to the boundary with their run game, so they can still run the ball yeah. without having timeouts because they almost always get to the boundary, and then they can just run out of bounds if they need to to stop the clock. They've had no issue getting to the outside. And they probably tell Davis, just pitch the ball. We can get to the outside, and then we'll get out of bounds. Stop the clock. It's second and four, down to 24 seconds. No timeouts for Nebraska Corny. Trying to get points here before the half, and then get the ball to start the second half. D.J. Davis going to throw the football. He's under some pressure, going to throw it to the corner. Far side right, jump ball, and Sam Webb deflects the ball away. Nearly had an INT. It is almost a jump ball every time he throws it. He just throws it up deep, and the Griffins have had some chances. They should have had one pick, and that one, Sam Webb, right on Sedarius Young. So it'll be third and four with 17 seconds left here in the half. Well, if you're UNK, you wonder if you run it here, get a first down and spike the ball to give your field goal kicker a chance anyway.
1: Or even if they're able to get to the boundary out here on get
0: out of bounds, the near yeah. side. Going to throw it, Davis. He's under pressure again. He's hit by Creighton. They don't have a timeout left, and they will sack him at the 34-yard line. The clock will tick down, and they will have no chance to get their field goal unit on there. Arnold Creighton, his second sack of the football game, and time will expire here in the first half. The defense comes up big, but still is a two-score deficit at halftime, and now Arnold Creighton is injured on the sack. Boy, they've lost one of their leaders on defense. Anthony Williams now Creighton is in a, in a tremendous amount of pain right now. Looks like it's his left arm, shoulder area. And he's he's by far been the best defender for the Griffins today.
1: And he came off the edge and got the sack and walking under the He's own power. up and he
0: didn't want any help. He wants to get off the football field. He's holding his left shoulder arm area. He doesn't even want to talk to Blaze. Crowley, the athletic trainer. I'm fine. Leave me alone. Blaze
1: said okay, and Blaze walked the other way.
0: <laughs> He's still in a lot of pain right now talking to Scorpio Horn. He's going to run up the hill to the <laughs> locker room. Just hope it's a stinger. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the officials are talking with Josh Lynn. The Lopers are still on the field. The Griffins are not. They are on their way to the locker room. And now UNK is going to go off the field. I'm wondering if Josh Lynn thought maybe he had a timeout left or there was an injury timeout because Creighton was down right. or something like that. Yeah. So, so Coach Lynn talking to the official right now, but nothing's going to come of it, and you and Kay will to the locker room as well. But we are at halftime. It's been all Lopers here in the first half. Griffin's down two scores at the break. They had some magic in the early portion of the season. He has... Northwest Missouri State against Central Missouri, but trailing at halftime and coming back in the second half. Let's see if they can do the same thing here in week number 10. Griffins and Lopers at the break. UNK 27, Missouri Western 14. Up next, the Missouri Western State University Foundation halftime show right here on the Griffins Sports Network. The Griffins will kick off to start the second half, so this is a monster drive here to begin the second half, isn't it?
1: We were kind of saying it off there, but wouldn't it be great if there was like a fumble or something on this kickoff (laughs) to just kind of get the defense A longer breather. I don't know if the halftime was long enough for them to kind of get that breather they want because they spent so much time on the field during the first half.
0: Get some energy and passion back into this football team a little bit. Sedarius Young will make the catch near the sideline at the two-yard line, down the far sideline of the 20, and he will be run out of bounds near the 25. So Isaiah Davis filling in for Anthony Williams now helps make the tackle. Again, if you're just joining us, Anthony Williams, starting linebacker leading tackle for the Griffins out with what looks to be an ankle injury. He has a boot on the foot right now on crutches, so no chance for him to return. Arnold Creighton, you heard Coach Williamson say he's been battling a torn labrum all year long, but he's going to start the second half, and this Griffin defense needs to make a play here. They have not forced a punt yet today. Now three drives have ended with turnovers on downs or something like that, but no turnovers yet. They've moved the football almost at will this entire game. 351 yards of offense in the first half. There's a handoff up the middle and not much running room. He'll get three. More than I thought he was going to get it initially. David Goodwin, the carry, but they haven't ran the ball well between the tackles. They've ran on the perimeter exceptionally well.
1: And yeah, they're doing a good job running on the perimeter, pretty much away from Arnold Creighton's side of the field for a lot of this. Just kind of, I, I want to kind of see what all the adjustments the Griffin defense did make at halftime. And still in the five linemen set here, just trying to you know get pressure and kind of you know plug the gaps.
0: They had four on the first play of this. Now they have five. They bring in a fifth defensive lineman and bring Drew Sachin out. Faye off on the perimeter. And a one-on-one play. And Kobe Cummings, a stiff arm to the right side. Montrez Jackson, a great stiff arm on Cummings. And he's going to be shy of the sticks by two yards of the 35. But, boy, he could have been
1: tackled for a loss. Now there's a penalty marker. and I think they may get late hit out of bounds. And I don't know. I mean, they were tackling him out of bounds. But it wasn't like it was
2: malicious or deliberate.
0: This will be the second one of the game.
2: Personal foul. Late hit out of bounds. Defense, number 44. 15-yard penalty from the end of the run. It's first down.
0: So it's C.J. Ravenel. So that'll be another big penalty against the Griffins and move it to midfield at the 50-yard line, and they've got a first down instead of a third and two. Boy, penalties have been a big factor in this game. That's the fifth now on the Griffins, and that'll go for 60 yards now here in this football game. And they've been at really inopportune times, too.
1: Yeah, there's been three... Three key ones so far, and just we haven't seen that from the Griffins very much.
0: Four down, Lyman. Here's an option play. Davis will cut up inside, and he's going to pick up almost seven yards. So give him six to the 44 yard line. He dives between the hash and the numbers on the far side, right? Davis. Not a ton of big plays, but solid plays almost every time. And now an injured Griffin. And
3: Chris, can you see who that is down there? Uh. Yeah, I can't. It's number 91. Um, that's Tyler Baska. Yeah, Baska.
0: Well, he's been battling a labrum this year, too. He and Arnold Creighton both battling labrum injuries. Just trying to deal with the pain of that. And you wonder if maybe that's what this is. It looks like it's almost a shoulder type injury for Baska, but. Well, he's been one of the mainstays on the defensive line all year long as well. This would be a big blow. Some injuries. You know, the injury bug has not been a factor for this team all year long. They've stayed injury-free for the most part. But now today, Anthony Williams goes down. We see Sam Webb come out of the football game. Arnold Creighton goes down. Now Tyler has some big key names on the defense right now getting banged up.
1: Yeah, and this is one of those things during this timeout here, Justin Richards in the middle of the defense is kind of you know talking to them. Because, I mean, if you lose – Another guy here, because we don't know if Sam Webb's fully, 100%. He's been out there, but you don't know what he's what level he's at. And Tyler Basket you know, is not able to come back in. He's, he's able to w- get up and walk over in his own power. But this has got to be one of those maybe rallying cries of saying, hey, we got to get a stop here. We can't let Carney, you know, make this a 20-point ball game.
0: So Basket will walk off under his own power right now. And, you know, knowing that young man, he'll probably come right back into the football game. So David Siliuta will come in for him. They'll go with four down linemen. And again, no Anthony Williams. Isaiah Davis playing for him. Four from the it will be second and four from the Griffin 44-yard line. Griffins trail 27-14. 13-44 to go third quarter. Luke Quinn goes in motion right side. Option play right side for TJ Davis. He'll pitch it out to Quinn. He steps out of bounds. He would have had an easy first down. He'd be two yards shy. At the 42, his momentum as he went in motion took him so far to the sideline. He got the pitch, and he steps out of bounds two yards shy of the stick. So it'll be third and two at the Griffin 44-yard line.
1: And on that one, T.J. Davis pitched it late, and his running back had a lot more room. It just makes this option so hard to defend and so hard to read is, is how good Davis is running it and just giving his running backs an opportunity.
0: Davis and Sealy the backs, excuse me, Goodwin and, and Sealy the backs. Here's a handoff to Goodwin up the middle, and he gets hit, bounces off a defender, powers forward, and has a first down to the 40. Had to get there, and that's where he got two. Didn't get much more. Actually, it's Darius Webb who got the carry that time. And one thing these backs do, they finish runs pretty well. They get that extra yard or yard and a half every single time. Now Rabinow will come out of the game and then injured Loper. I think it might be Darius Webb the back. Who carried at that time. A lot of bumps and bruises on all these guys now into week number 10 of this college football season. As we mentioned, the Griffins have been pretty injury-free the entire season. Until today, they've had the injury bug hit them a little bit. Where the defense has just been out there so much. 20 more plays right now. Griffin offense has not found a rhythm, and that's been part of the issue. Just They haven't had the ball much, and it began with the opening kickoff being fumbled. You lose a possession right there. Then the kickoff, and it almost kind of backfires. You get the points, but your offense doesn't get any rhythm because they have to sit on the silent even longer.
1: Yeah, that was kind of a weird start to this ballgame as a whole. Just, you know, you have the kickoff, you have the offside, so you make a re kick because you're going to start your own 15. Vavel fumbles it. Carney takes advantage of it. You get the lead on your own kickoff return by Vavil. But after that, it's really been kind of Carney just kind of controlling the tempo of this entire ballgame.
0: Darius Webb will walk off under his own power. He was the ball carrier that time. and You know, he was one of the top rushers in the MIAA last year, 998 yards. And now he is fourth on this team in rushing. That tells you the depth that they have at running back.
1: <laughs> we joked about just how many different you know guys they have, how many options they have, and it's hard to defend this.
0: First and ten now. They'll mark the football to the 39 of the Griffins. Montrez Jackson goes in motion. handoff to the near side left. Big hole for David Goodwin. He gets tackled by Kobe Cummings near the 33-yard line. But there's six more. Again, it's just five, six yards almost every single time right now. And now Cummings is down. Boy, there's been an injured player on almost every play here in the half so far. And Kobe Cummings is down now on the Griffin sideline as he makes the tackle that time.
2: How's it
3: in front of you, Chris? Did you see anything weird there? I didn't see exactly. I'm trying to see what they're working on right now. It looks like his right shoulder area, maybe his right abdomen. Kind of hard to tell. And you always kind
0: of wonder when you're dragging somebody down to make the tackle if you land hard on your shoulder or something. That's what happened on the on the play that. White Steigerwall got hurt last week. You, just, you see those quarterbacks get just rammed into the turf right in that shoulder. So another, was that three straight plays where there's been a yeah. play and an injured player this time? It's another Griffin. It's Kobe Cummings. Some of the big names on that defense getting injured today, Anthony Williams, Arnold Creighton, Tyler Baska, and now Kobe Cummings. They're going to help him up now. You know, Baskin's going to come back into the huddle and try and get back in the game. They have depth at that spot. Safety spot, they don't have a ton of depth. No. That's the one spot that is a little thin.
1: And that's what we talked about early in the season, too, when we had Kobe Cummings dealing with injuries and Devin Burrell dealing with injuries. I mean, there just wasn't a lot of guys back there able to step in and play in place of Burrell or Cummings.
0: So Reggie Certain will check in now, the redshirt freshman from Florissant, Missouri, Hazelwood Central High School. Second down, three yards to go. Here's a fake toss sweep, T.J. Davis. It's tackled by Reggie Certain, but right at the sticks at the 29. Be close to a first down. Looks like he's a half-yard shy.
1: And Baska has his helmet back on. It looks like maybe they wrapped up his right shoulder area yeah. a little bit, but he's got his helmet back on, and I think he's trying to get back in the ballgame. game.
0: But imagine they will be in before too long. The third down less than a yard now. Just inside the 30 of the Griffins. Are almost, know well, just over three minutes gone by here in the second half. UNK's first drive of the second half. Here's a handoff to Goodwin. They'll come back to the near sideline and get to the outside of a first down and go out of bounds. Sam Webb over there forcing the boundary along with Reggie Certain. Short game, but enough. He gets to the 27-yard line. A gain of almost three yards, and they'll move the chains again. A time-consuming drive right now that... Boy, the Griffins can't give up points right now.
1: That was a good job by T.J. Davis it's getting in the way of the Griffin, you know, defenders trying to chase him down. Just gave the running back a little bit more time to kind of get free and get to the chains.
0: Davis, it's a redshirt freshman quarterback from Colorado Springs. He's done a nice job. Has a long way to go as a passer, but boy, he runs this option attack flawlessly almost. Snap back to him. He's going to run the football to the near side. Now cuts up in. Saluta will grab him from behind and tackle him at the 22. But again, it's five on first down. Boy, they've almost been on track every time. They're first and ten, second and five or less. Third and short if it's a third down. They just have not been behind the chains at all. And when they were in the first half, then the Griffins bailed them out with a penalty.
1: Yeah, on that run right there, I mean, Dave was just read What was happening, that Griffin defense flowed. He just saw a cutback lane a little bit, used his vision, and just got the five yards and first down, which is tremendous if you can do that play in and play out.
0: Davis now going to send Montrez Jackson in motion. And here's Davis on the quarterback keeper. He spins, he gets double teamed, about a yard shy of the sticks. But again, last two sets of downs, first and ten, second and five, third and one. <laughs> it's exactly what
1: they want. And, and the big block right there was his wide receiver coming in motion. And Montrez Jackson is coming over there, and he's blowing up Isaiah Davis and getting him out of the way and just gave him an opportunity to get a couple more yards.
0: They've ran 25 more plays than the Griffins, 50-25 to 25 right now. Westman's offense has just not been on the football field today. They found no rhythm, and they're down 13 points. Five-minute drive already, 10 to play here in the third quarter. Third down one. From the 18, handoff to Goodwin. He'll cut up inside for a first down, breaking tackles inside the 15, now down to the 10-yard line. It'll be first and goal, Nebraska Kearney, as UNK tries to make this a three-score football game. Now Trey Babel's going to come in the game. Joshua Davis also. Vavil comes in for Sachin. He'll go with five defensive linemen now in this set. Got to hold him to a field goal attempt right now because that's no gimme. And even if they make it, it's still a two-score game at 16 points. Davis letting him play clock run down out of the pistol. Offset to his left is Goodwin. Option play to the right side. Pitch out to Goodwin on the perimeter. And he gets chopped down at the nine-yard line. Good play by Trey Babble. Boy, we've seen the true freshman Stick his nose in there. He's not afraid to tackle, and he makes a good one-on-one stop on the outside.
1: And with this much speed in the Loper running backs, you may need a guy like Trey Vavil out there who, who has that burst, has that quickness. and he, Like you said, he's not afraid in there. Good, this open field tackle. He went for the legs. He kind of upended him and got the tackle.
0: Second down and goal from the nine-yard line. 8.55 to go. Already a six-minute drive for UNK. Option to the short side, the far side right. T.J. Davis cuts up inside of the five, breaks the tackle, dives to the goal line. He's in. Touchdown, T.J. Davis and Nebraska Kearney. So UNK takes a three-score lead. Davis' 10th rushing touchdown of the season. It's now 33-14 Lopers with 8.46 to
1: go here in the third quarter. We've talked about it, but just the awareness Davis has and the ability he has, he Where he wanted to go with the football wasn't there, but he saw a a cutback lane. He was able to make something out of it. He's running this offense. Like I said, throwing the football is not there, but he runs this option tremendously going to go for two, and did Western just call a timeout? I think there was miscommunication on who was supposed to be out there because a couple of the guys were kind of had their hands in the air wondering who was supposed to be in who was supposed to be out.
0: And, boy, you can't use that right now. You're down three scores. You need those timeouts late in this football game.
1: That was kind of the expression that Coach Williamson and Coach Richter both had just kind of shaking their head, this miscommunication. And those are the things that these guys have talked about all year, just wanting to clean up and wanting to get past and not have these small detail issues out there. They've had some of those today. They've had the penalty problems today. They've, they, they've had the issues that have hurt them in the past today, yeah. and we haven't seen those since early in the season either.
0: In the game, the Griffins have, are minus two now in turnovers. On the season, UNK and Western are both plus five. When the Griffins have lost the turnover battle this season. They are just one-on-one. On one. They've only lost the tournament battle twice this season, but they're one-on-one on one in those games. Hard to make that up when you're minus two, minus three, and they're minus two right now, but they're down 33-14. Boy, this is just a big timeout wasted. And it's just its not a fourth down play. It's a two-point conversion. It could still be two big points, but you need these timeouts, especially when you're down three scores. They will go for two again. They made their first one. Opponents are two for five on two-point conversions this season. Griffins are five for five. 8.46 to play here in the third quarter. Davis gets the handoff. A fake pitch right side. Now he'll get it out to Webb, and he turns the corner with that speed, gets inside the pylon, and the two-point play is good. They waste a timeout, give up to two points, and they're down 35-14, 8.46 to play here in the third quarter. We'll come back with a kickoff as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. Back at Spratt Stadium, along with Chris Roush and Chris Tenpenny, I am Dave Riggert. 8.46 to go, third quarter. Griffin's Trail, Nebraska Cardinal, now 35-14. They've been in this situation before, and they've rallied before. This team has a ton of character, a ton of fight. They've got to start to fight back right now.
1: Yeah, and they've got to fight back with injuries kind of piling up too at the same time. Just a lot of things not going the Griffin's way, but we've seen them do you know big things when they've been down too.
0: Here's the kickoff. It's going to be a sky kick to no man's land, and will they get there in time? It will be Justin Mason who makes a good play. He had to come from a long way just to go catch the football. Back up corner will make the stop, or make the catch I should say. Kept it away from Babble that time, and a good job by Justin Mason who's going to have his first return of his Griffin career but just to make that catch because there was no one else over there
1: looks like Nebraska Carney didn't want to give Trey Vavil another opportunity to get any type of spark going for this team and really since second kickoff of the game they really haven't given him an opportunity either so they just brought the sky kick and throwing different things at the Griffins at this point
0: western offense has got to get going right now black and gold moving left to right here in the third quarter they faked the bubble screen, and Wyatt's going to just take off. He gets wrestled down after a one-yard game. Boy, they defended the bubble screen well, so he couldn't even throw it. So he just took off and tried to get it as much as he could, and he got a yard. See so if they go with some tempo right now, because with the way Carney runs the football, the way they've ran the football today, they can take off a lot of clock and not give you a lot. So you don't get nearly as many possessions in a game like this as you do in some other games. If you're playing at Central Missouri or somebody like yep. that. Deron Thompson goes in motion to the far side left. Play action pass. Nope, it's going to be a handoff. And about a two-yard gain off left tackle this time. With the run is Hill Smith. He's just been hemmed in today. He's been contained this entire football game. Big third down, third and seven. Griffin's on third down, or two out of six. McCartney's seven of ten. Part of why they've been so good today.
1: And this is one of those drives you can't go three and out here and give the ball right back. We talked about just how much time Carney's able to take off the clock with what they attack the football.
0: Almost a seven-minute drive to the last drive. They set up a screen. Damon Wheeler makes the catch, cuts up field, and he will come to the outside and get close to the first down, and I think he's got it. They will give him a good spot. It's a yard past the sticks, an eight-yard screen on the tunnel screen that time. To Damon Wheeler, Jr., and able to scurry for a first down. That's a big play. 7-12 to go here in the third quarter. Steigerwald. Just his sixth completion. Now for 56 yards in the game. Three-step drop. Has some time. Scrambles to the near side right. Keeps the play alive. He will throw to the middle of the football field. Complete to Luke Bang Across midfield. To the 40-yard line now. And battles for yardage to the 35-yard line. Boy, a strike on the run by Steigerwald for 27
1: yards. That was... uh just as close to being almost picked off as it was a throw. It I mean, was he, very
0: close, wasn't it?
1: That was a pinpoint throw from Wyatt Steigerwald.
0: And here they go with some tempo. Hand off to Shamar. Big hole for Shamar Griffith. He spins for a first down to the 25-yard line and down to the 23. Now they've got the Lopers on their heels a little bit.
1: This is what we talk about, the confidence of this Griffin's offensive team. They get a couple plays going. They're able to get things moving. Now they're making Carney call a timeout to reset because just what they're doing right now. They just sped up the tempo a little bit. They got the defense on their heels. Two big plays like that. That's what this Griffin's offense can do. 6.37
0: to go here in the third quarter. Let's check in on the sideline with Christopher Tenpenny.
3: Thanks Dave. Energy definitely just picked up a little bit after those big plays. Griffin's going to need everything they can get down three scores late in this third quarter.
0: 6.37 to go. We are in the third quarter play. Griffin's trail by 21. Again, they trailed by 21 points to Northwest Missouri State and then came back to take a lead in the fourth quarter. They trailed by 31 points to Central Missouri in the third quarter and came back to tie the game late in regulation. So this game is certainly far from over. But the Griffins have some work to do, and they've got to take advantage of this right now and go get a score, make this a two-score game. See if their defense can get a stop. You never know. Things can change in a hurry.
1: And we've seen that multiple times this year, just how quickly things can change. There hasn't been a team like Nebraska Carney yet, the way they control the football when they're on offense, just run, run, run to pick up five or six yards per play.
0: Tied in right attaches Luke Vang, wing on the right is Blake Brow. Markel Smith, the back play, action pass. Steigerwald steps up, wants to fire it over the middle. Wide open to the 10-yard line is Barry To the 5, dives across the goal line. Touchdown, Missouri Western.
1: Kyle Barry from 23 yards away. A strike from Wyatt Steigerwald. Touchdown, Griffins. Steigerwald found the soft spot in the zone defense. Carney was giving it. He was wide open. I mean, that zone defense, or are kind of almost playing prevent for the end zone. It's an excellent job on that drive by Steigerwald just to get the Griffins down there, a big third down conversion, and then they cap it off with the touchdown to Kyle Berry.
0: And Berry was surprised that there was no one around him. He was at the 10, kind of looked, turned up field, and, okay, let's try and score on this, and he does, and Abilas PAT. Is good. Big answer for the offense are back within two scores now. 35-21, 6.28 to go here in the third quarter. You're listening to Missouri Western Football on the Griffin Sports Network. A big answer for the Missouri Western offense. Still down two scores, but 35-21. Get a little momentum back on their side. And now you know, all of a sudden you get a three and out or a stop on defense, a turnover could really change the outlook of this football game right now.
1: And that's the thing, what we've seen from this Griffin team at time this year. It's Luke kind of doom and gloom against Northwest and Central Missouri at times in that ball game, but this offense, this team didn't give up today. I mean, they're down 21. Wyatt Steiger on the offense goes down the field, marches down the field, gets them a score back, and now if you get a stop here, you can be right back in this ballgame, too.
0: Montrez well, Jackson from... Actually, this is uh, Sedarius Young from the 10-yard line. and won't get to the 25 between the numbers and the hash on the right side. He gets spun around, and he is down right now and may be injured. He's their big play receiver, but... Can the Griffin defense get a stop? They have not forced a punt yet today. UNK has gone into Griffin territory every drive of the game. Their last drive... Took six minutes and ten seconds off the clock. You don't want that to happen again. Up, you're looking at the fourth quarter coming up. Western's drive, a six-play, seventy-three yard drive. It took two fourteen off the clock, and Missouri Western makes it a twenty-five, make it a thirty-five to twenty-one football game. Again, six twenty-four to go, third quarter. And Sidarius Young still down after the kickoff return. He will get up and walk off under his own pressure. Almost looks like a shoulder injury there as well. A lot of injuries in this football game today.
1: This really piled up here in the third quarter, too. What was it, the Carney's drive? About three guys go down at some point in the drive?
0: All right, can the Griffin defense force a punt? Need to right now. Still no Kobe Cummings on the field. Remember, he left last drive, so no Kobe Cummings, no Anthony Williams. Tyler Baskett is back out there. Creighton is back out there. Trey vabel is out there, looks to be for Kobe Cummings. Here's T.J. Davis in the offense for UNK, leading 35-21. to 21. Let's see if I can find Kobe down there. Here's the first play, Davis on the option, keep the late pitch, now to the right side for Luke Quinn. Devin Burrell there will make the stop, but again, there's seven, eight yards on first down for Luke Quinn. Chris, are you able to, to see Kobe Cummings down there at all?
3: We lost Chris for a sec. second. And one, there we go.
0: 32.
3: I haven't been able to locate Kobe. I've been looking for him. Don't see anybody in the tent right now. I
0: don't, I don't see him either anywhere. So. Just looking from up here. See if we can spot Kobe. Eight-yard gain for Luke Quinn. He's second and short now for Nebraska Kearney from their own 30 and make it a nine-yard gain. Third and make it second and one now. Football at the 32-yard line. Griffin defense has got to make a play. Montrez Jackson in motion. Hand up in the middle for good one. And because Powers is away at the middle, he'll get to the 38 yard line for a six yard gain. Move the chains and continue to do what they do. They run the football and they do it well. They have ran now in this football game for 373 yards. That's well above their average of 315 per game, which is third in the country and first by far in the MIAA. Griffin show a five man defensive front. First down, ten option to the near side, and faking the pitch as Davis steps up inside. Going to be tackled by Evan Schohan. But again, it's about five yards on first down. Every time.
1: Arnold Craig's doing a good job cutting off the pitch man at times. Problem is when TJ Davis cuts it back inside, the Griffin linebackers are not quite there yet to, to, to cut him down before he does get four or five yards.
0: Bring a new tight end of the game, Kyle Van Housen, junior from Polk, Nebraska. There'll be a wing here on the near side left. that a man in motion, Jackson, and they fake the fly sweep. TJ Davis falls a lead blocker, and it'll be one yard shy of the first down as he goes right at the middle of the football field. Begin a four, now third and one for UNK. They are seven for ten on third down conversions. Tariq Stewart now the corner of the game for D.J. Sturgis. You mentioned babbles out there for Kobe Cummings.
1: He just walked out of the tent, too. Did he? Yeah. No, doesn't have his helmet with him, though.
0: First, third down and one now. Football at the 48 of Nebraska-Corny. Western coaching staff trying to tell the guys to go to the far side of right, and they run the option that way. Cutting up inside Davis. We'll get minimal yards, but again, he's such a big kid. He's able to fall forward and spin for three. And as the first down. Gets into Griffin territory at the 49-yard line. D.J. Davis now 21 carries in the game for 95 yards. They almost have three running backs. You know, he's now at 100 yards. 22 carries, 100 yards. They have three backs with over 100 yards in this game.
1: We knew they had a couple different guys that could do this. I guess, and people have told us how good this offense is in weeks past, too, from what they've seen. We're seeing just how good this rushing attack is today, too.
0: Goodwin has 129. Webb has 113. Davis has 100. Here's a pass to the near side right. Quinn, open. Vabble makes the cat makes the tackle, but again, they went play action. A good pass that time from T.J. Davis on the out. It's got by Luke Quinn, and he's got a first down to the Griffin 34-yard line. They're on the march again.
1: Already taking about three minutes off the clock here, and just this drive alone, Griffin's is not able to get off the field on third downs, and they've had a couple opportunities here.
0: They have not forced a punt in the game. They have two fourth-down stops where they've had a turnover on downs and then the end of the half where they got a sack on third down, but they have not forced a punt yet. Quinn comes in motion. I'm going to give it to him on the end of round. He cuts up inside and gets tackled. Ooh, three flags come flying. The end of the play, and they'll all converse a little bit. It's going to go for five or six yards. And let's see if this is finally against Nebraska-Corny to put them behind the chains, which they have not been behind the chains much today.
1: Well, there's no doubt there's a penalty.
0: They all threw it at the same time, all three of them.
1: Just trying to figure out where the spot
2: was.
0: 242 left here in the third. Griffiths have only had one possession here in the second half.
2: Personal foul, illegal block below the waist. Offense, 15-yard penalty from the spot of the
0: foul. Still first down. That's a big one. Still so first down, it's 15 yards, and now they're well behind the chains. Now is that the break the Griffins need? Can they take advantage of it?
1: And that also tells you just how, how good Carney is about the chop blocks within the five right. yards. I mean, that's the first one they've been called for today, and sometimes you kind of forget where you are on the field he may be five maybe six seven yards downfield that case he was but just how fundamentally sound they are running this option but yeah like you said this could be a big one for the griffins if they can get off the field here in first and forever first and 25
0: now back at the unk at the missouri western excuse me 45 yard line they'll still run their option and good tackle by evan Showhan. another flag comes out i would just keep backing them up <laughs> yes and now another penalty marker, now... Oh, a hat came off, too. The official threw his flag, so he didn't have anything left, so he threw his hat. So there's three flags, well, two flags and a hat on the field right now. Coach Williamson has walked down to the field on the numbers on this near sideline. Coach Lynn now over there as well. So there's some pushing and shoving afterwards. and Boy, you just hope this, because I think it's going to be a hold on Carney... But if all of a sudden after the play you get an unsportsmanlike conduct on the Griffins or something like that, then it will give them an automatic first down. Coach Lynn's going to bring his guys over and get them a little water break so the officials will talk things over and try and figure out what has happened here on this last play. Western down 35-21 with 2.19 to play here in the third quarter.
1: And for a lot of this game, they've kind of let the pushing and shoving go a little bit. They've, it's been kind of chippy back and forth. Something must have just happened in the middle of that one.
0: Michelle gets his hat back, puts that thing back on. Here's the explanation.
2: During play, holding, offense, number 77. It's a 10-yard penalty from the previous spot. Still first down after the play. Unsportsmanlike Conduct, Nebraska Carney number nine. Unsportsmanlike Conduct, Missouri Western, number seven. That's both players' first unsportsmanlike conduct for the league of game.
0: So those will offset, so it's not going to matter. So, again, I'm not a huge fan of that because it offsets and nothing happens, but they both get a, their first unsportsmanlike conduct. One more, and they get ejected. Isaiah Davis now comes off the field. Terrence March will come in as they test that linebacker depth. But the holding penalty does count. And now it will be a first and 35 yards to go.
1: You have to go off the field pretty much at at this point on this one. I mean, this is the opportunity the Griffin defense needs. You have them way behind the chains. They have four downs to get there. I
0: was going to say, if you're currently just running your offense, you'd be getting pretty good chunks of yards anyway.
1: You make it fourth and manageable the way they've been averaging.
0: They'll call it first and 33. Toss it to the near side left for good one. and Devin Burrell. Boy, there's a stiff arm right in the face mask of Burrell. And that certainly could have been called. We saw it earlier in the game, too. There wasn't one called. Darius Webb, or excuse me, Montrez Jackson getting into it with Trey Babble right there here in the Griffin sideline. A short gain of the 45-yard line and now just a two-yard pickup. It'll be second and 31. Boy, you just can't make a mistake now. Can't have a 15-yard automatic first down. It's second and 31. Thank you are Carney. Just be careful. You got a two-score wow. leader They're gonna call a timeout. Yeah. And they've got a lead. They can burn these a little bit. Well, if I'm Josh Lynn, I- I'm probably pretty careful here. Be safe with it. Live to play another series and probably punt the football and just run the ball a little bit, see if something breaks. But now you've got the Griffins kind of with their hair on fire a little bit trying to get back in this football game. And if you're Carney, you just don't want to turn the ball over right now. Just punt it.
1: Yeah, because it's second and 31. You can kind of feel the energy maybe changing a little bit. Like if there's one play here or if Carney turns it over right here, the Griffins get it. A defensive big play or defensive score here you can almost feel like everything's almost switched gears a little bit. But yeah, if you're if you're Carney, you're almost kind of just trying not to make a mistake at this point on this drive. I mean, like you said, if you if Carney punts it on this drive, Griffins go down and score, Carney still has an offense that they can take six, seven minutes off the clock with a one and drive right. and just basically he's gonna to have to say, Missouri Western come stop us because we can just run the football. That's what we like to do. You're going to have to stop us.
0: And they've stopped themselves on this drive. Again, the Griffins haven't shown that they can stop them yet here, unfortunately, here in this football game. Three runners over 100 yards. They have 452 yards of offense. They've ran for 385 in the football game. Griffin, 7.3 yards per carry. They have 59 plays. Western has 31. They've almost doubled them up in plays.
1: Kobe coming still off the field. Doesn't have his helmet. He was out in the middle of the huddle, but doesn't have his helmet with him either right now.
0: Yeah, he's here on the sideline. It hurts not to have him. And now great play
1: by C.J. Ravenel
0: on a play-action pass. Able to grab the jersey of Davis and sling him down for a loss of seven. Back at the 38-yard line. Now it'll be a third down and 38 yards
1: to go. He bull rushed right through there, just had his arm up, trying to get a pan on Davis. He's watching the replay. He just got through. He beat the offensive lineman. Yeah, just tremendous play. They're on second down. Now you're third and 37 at this point. You can't give up anything behind you at this point on this third down either. And
0: Do not get a penalty here. <laughs> Griffin crowd finally back into it. Here's the quarterback draw. Running right side is Davis. He's hemmed in. He gets one yard, maybe two. That's it. Ravenel right there. Also Creighton, Baska, and the Griffin defense gets a couple of big plays after the penalties on UNK, and they're going to get the football back. They're going to force their first punt, and they can go make this a one-score game now. Still plenty of time, but
1: only 45 seconds left here in the third quarter and will they actually give trey vavel an opportunity to return this as well as tristan davis going back there with him
0: he'll be the shorter one the punter is kendall ray sheen senior has plenty of time and a line drive and it will bounce and Babel's is going to get it on the hop of the 15 come between the hash marks and he breaks the tackle to the 35. Comes in the middle of the field to the 50. And he gets the 45 of the UNK territory. And three flags come out. A great return by Trey Babel But I think they're going to lose some of the yardage. Although it still should be very good field position.
1: Yeah. It came at the end of the run.
0: He was tackled the 43 of UNK. And a good job to pick that up on the bounce. If it's from where the flags are thrown, it would be about 10 yards. Put it back near the 42-43 in Griffin territory. But, boy, that changes things a lot. It could have been down inside the 15. Oh, it's a face mask on Corny. Tack on 15. Wow. So a great job by Babel to switch the field. And just like that, the Griffins now are inside the 30-yard line with 14 seconds left. Yeah, you can see it on the replay. So there's the 28 of UNK trying to make this a one-score football game. Boy, the crowd back into it. Momentum on the Griffin side. 14 seconds left here in the third quarter. Griffin's down by 14. Steigerwald going to take a shot. Play action. He wants to fire toward the end zone. Kyle Berry jump ball, and he turns into the defender and knocks the ball away. Good defensive play that time, (laughs) essentially by Berry. But on coverage that time was the corner for Nebraska County Terrell Williams.
1: Steigerwald, that thing flowed up there a little too long and just kind of sailed it in there. And if he would have thrown it a little bit further in front of Barry, but that would have been also kind of across Steigerwald's body too, back to his left. So not an easy throw as he's running to his right to come back across the field, but we've seen him make throws like that before.
0: Richardson, the far side left, also Damon Wheeler Jr. Shamar is the back. Actually, it's Deron Thompson to come in motion. Three-step drop. Steigerwald under some pressure. Scrambles to the right side. Deron open to the near side. Ah, drops the football at the 21. He would have been tackled right there, but he drops the football at the 21-yard line. There's one second left here in the third quarter. Thompson's been a pretty good third down back. has six catches.
1: And probably four-down territory here, don't you think? Yeah, especially when you pretty much get the timeout with the change of the quarter after this play, too. If you get third and about five, six yards on third down, you go to the fourth quarter, draw something up for fourth and manageable.
0: See if they can get the first down right here. Third down, 10 from the Loper 28-yard line. Steigerwald runs a zone read. handoff up the middle for Shamar. He gets spun around to the 25-yard line. So, again, with that play call, that tells you right there that it's going to be four down territory. Yep. So it'll be a fourth and seven though. They were hoping to get more than just the three yards. They got the three. Now they got a fourth down coming up when we return. We go to the fourth quarter. Griffins down 14 with the ball at the UNK 25 yard line. But a fourth and seven coming up. Stay tuned. You're listening to Missouri Western Football right here on the Griffin Sports Network. Well, Here's the play of the game up to this point. It'll be a fourth and seven again the fourth quarter. Dave Rigerts Chris Roush, Christopher Tenpenny with us today. As we continue from Spratt and back inside East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth. Griffin's down two scores, but they've got tremendous field position. They had a first and ten from the 28, and now it is fourth down and seven from the Loper 25. Need this one. Obviously not over still if they don't get it, but, boy, they've got to get this first down. Humongous play in this game. Three receivers to the near side left. Griffins now move right to left as we view it here at Spratt. Deron Thompson, the third down back, is in the game here on fourth and seven. Devon Holmes goes in motion on the right side. Steigerwald under pressure, gets hit, it escapes pressure, and he can't get the pass away. He is going to be sacked. They finally blow it dead at about the 29-yard line. They brought pressure. again. UNK does not blitz a lot, but they have at times today and it has worked. They sacked Steigerwald in the game for the second time. To, actually, that's the first sack in this game. And it comes at a humongous time. Griffins do not take advantage of the field position. And Steigerwald kind of holding that shoulder where he hurt it last week as he runs off the field.
1: Yeah, he really hasn't tried to bend it too much at all. Now he's messing with it a little bit. You know, Steigerwald, I wonder that shoulder is kind of bothering there after he took that hit. So now you need the defense again to get a stop that last drive. Kearney stopped themselves with penalties. Now you need the defense to come up with a big play here on this drive.
0: We'll give the UNK defense a ton of credit. That's a big stop after the Griffins got the football at the 28-yard line in UNK territory, and a chance to make it a one-score game. 35-21, Nebraska Kearney. Two receivers far side left, TJ Davis. A steady dose of this run game, as has been all day long. Pitched out to Darius Webb, and he's got a lane, and he may go. Darius Webb, the Jets will score again. Darius Webb to the end zone. First play after the sack for 71 yards. And what a swing and momentum here in this game again. UNK gets the fourth down stop. Webb the long touchdown run, and Nebraska-Carney leads it 41-21.
1: Again, that one, play opened up. Davis, excellent job on the pitch, and then down the field blocking by his wide receiver right there. You can see on the replay, just took Sam Webb completely out of the play. You can kind of feel momentum again shifting back the other way. Griffins had a chance that last drive. Hats off to Carney's defense. They're getting the stop.
0: And they make the PAT, which for them has been an issue the last couple of weeks. But, boy, Nebraska Kearney now has ran for 414 yards in this football game, averaging 7.3 yards per carry. And they are absolutely rolling here in this football game right now. Griffin defense just cannot stop this run yet.
1: 42-21
0: our score. Let's go down to the sideline. Here's Chris.
3: Thanks, Dave. You know, bri- prior to that last, or actually at the end of the third quarter, Sam Webb, came come out of the tent. Again, unclear exactly what they are working on, but it is clear that he is not 100% healthy, and you wonder if that was part of the reason he got blocked so well on that long touchdown run.
0: Yeah, Sam, he's been hobbling kind of all day long. He has not looked 100%. Yeah,
1: right now, if you look at it, Sam Webb, he may not be 100%. Tyler Baskin may not be hundred percent. Anthony Williams is not in the game. Kobe Cummings is on the sideline without his helmet on.
0: Yeah, you're missing some of your big big yeah. guns. <laughs> you're missing
1: quite quite a few guys that not just big pieces, but also big leadership and big guys out there just to kind of help direct traffic. Coach Williamson talked about the half that it's when Carney gets to the second level that there's been issues on the outside, just trying to get them contained and slowed down. Haven't been able to to correct that so far here in the second half that much.
0: And this Griffin offense only has 35 plays. We're into the fourth quarter. They only have 35 plays in the game. I mean, they just have not found a rhythm at all. They've had a couple of drives that have been solid, but even taking over the 28-yard line, they do nothing with it. They get a drop from Deron Thompson. And now time is certainly a factor. Down three scores, and that's a 14-point swing right there. When you've got the football at the 28-yard line of Carney, first and 10, no points, one play later, they score and make it a 21-point game instead of making it a one-score game.
1: Yeah, and the offense, we've seen them have 21-point comebacks, but they're going to have to work quickly here in this fourth quarter.
0: Back to throw, Steigerwald, quick out, caught by Devon Holmes, tries to avoid the defender there, and they're going to give him five to the 30-yard line. Tackled by Will Landsman, outside linebacker. And now they've updated the stats. Griffins have given up 456 rushing yards in the game, and they've only ran for 98. Going he go no huddle. Some up-tempo in the flat, wide-open Cam Grandy. He turns upfield, has a first down, a six-yard reception outside the hash mark between the hash and the numbers on the right side of the 36-yard line. 50 seconds gone by here in the fourth quarter. 41-21. Griffin's down by three scores. Got to score in a hurry. Play action pass again. Slant caught by Devon Holmes. He's got a first down. And we'll give him 11 to the 47-yard line. And again, Devon was the guy who essentially got them back in the game against Central Missouri with seven catches. The touchdown to tie the game late. See if they go back to him quite a bit. Play action pass. In the flat, wide open. First down for Damon Wheeler. Gets out of bounds near the 35-yard line. So the again, the up tempo has Carney on their heels. And here come the Griffins moving right to left, trying to score in a hurry to get it back to a two-score game.
1: Carney's trying to get all their substitutions. The there, Griffins sub, yeah. so they're going to let them.
0: That's when the official will step in and let the defense sub if they want to. You won't, they don't allow it if you don't sub. But if you do, then they will allow the defense to sub as well. First and 10 from the 36. Here's a handoff to Deron Thompson. Big hole. He puts his shoulder pads down low and gets 10 more yards to the 26-yard line up the middle. A little change of pace now with this no huddle. He's got yeah, the Lopers on their heels.
1: You can see the sense of urgency with this offense. They know that to work quickly, and it's working.
0: And now is a false start. Cam Grandy started too early. I don't think it was snapped quick enough by Hayden Eager that time, unfortunately. And they're going Get five yards. Grandy has his hands in the air, but he got started a little bit too early that time. That is the sixth penalty for 65 yards. It's been a wash because UNK has six for 60. A lot of them came on their previous drive, I guess two drives ago, where they had a a first and 33 at one point in time. Steigerwald rolls right side on the flat again, caught by Grandy. He will try and break a tackle. Drag a defender near the 22 yard line and pick up about nine yards on the play.
2: It's
0: an official timeout. And let's see. What, I don't know if the chains were set correctly. They're trying to try and get those set. 13 03 to go here in the fourth quarter.
1: That seems more. I thought it was where his first. And ten,
0: and then they had the the, the false start, so that moved it to first and fifteen. Then they get the nine yards right there, so second and six. Now they've got the chains right. Second and six from the twenty-two, Missouri Western in the UNK territory. White long count now looks to the sidelines, see if they want to change the play or not. Two receivers here on the near side left. Devon Holmes is split to the far side right. Wheeler. Richardson, the receiver is on the near side left. Here's a pass over the middle. And a catch in traffic by Vang of the 15 for a first down. Good grab by Lucas Vang to go up and make the catch. Two defenders were right there, including Sal Silvio and Darius Swanson, the linebacker in free safety.
1: We talk about it, but these tight ends play a crucial role in this Griffin's offense.
0: From the 15 now, handoff to Deron Thompson. Nowhere to go. Back to the line of scrimmage. Good defensive play that time. Zach Sullivan, outside linebacker, one of the guys to hit him. It'll be a second and 10 from the 15-yard line. Griffin running game has not been able to get going today. Only 98 yards rushing here this afternoon. 12 minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Griffins are down 21. Steigerwald gets hit from behind, loses the football. It's free, and it is recovered. You know, there's going to be a scrum for it. I think a Loper had a chance for it, and the Griffins get it back.
1: Steigerwald just didn't see the... The defender blitzing on I think it was
0: a corner blitz. Mm-hmm. They brought the corner. Terrell Williams from the near sideline, and he just, you're right, never saw him from the blind side.
1: Wyatt was looking right the whole time.
0: So now it is a third down and 16 yards to go. The football's at the 21-yard line.
1: They need points on this drive.
0: And he can't settle for three. Trips to the near side left now. Devon Holmes will go in motion to the right side. Back to throw is Wyatt. He'll step up again, look over the middle, and it is going to be incomplete. A for Devon Holmes. It will be a fourth down coming up now, fourth and 16. And, boy, give Carney a lot of credit. They've got a lot of pressure on Wyatt today. They've sacked him in the football game twice. And the last two sacks have come the last two drives. The first sack came on the fourth down play, the previous drive. And now can their defense step up again here once the Griffins get near the red zone. Fourth and 16 yards to go. And now the Griffins will call a timeout. They burn their second of the half down 21 with 11-17 to play. Here in the fourth quarter, Western down 42-21. Any chance to win this football game and come back. Going to have to convert this fourth and 16 yards to go steigerwald in the game is 14 of 21 for 161 one touchdown one int but he's been under pressure most of this football game and only 92 rushing yards now in this contest markel smith their leading rusher on the season has negative six yards in the game and that started from the very first play of the game when he went for negative yards on his first three carries.
1: And, and he's never been able to get anything going against, against this Loper defense. I mean, they're, they're big up front, the Lopers are. I mean, their nose guard, Jordan Ingraham is 6'1", 325, sitting in there at the nose guard position. There's some size, there's some beef up front. Markel Smith Smithis hasn't been able to get you know, that push up the middle that we're used to him seeing this season.
0: Western did such a great job against their run game of Pitt last week, but boy, they have struggled today. It's a different scheme, and they have struggled to stop this run game, and now the offense is not a lot of rhythm because they haven't stopped the run on defense. Fourth and 16, Steigerwald looks at a blitz. He gets hit, throws over the middle, and it's going to be incomplete because he got hit from behind, and now Wyatt is hurt. hurt. He's down. He's going to get helped up, and he will come off the field. But, boy, he's taken a lick in the last couple drives, and it's going to be a turnover on downs. This Nebraska-Carney defense does it again on fourth down.
1: Lopers bringing pressure today. That, Like like you said, we haven't heard from too many people that they bring pressure like this, and they're bringing blitzers, they're bringing guys, and they're, they're getting the Steigerwald.
0: Boy, Shamar Griffith and Swig Colbert are helping Wyatt off the field. Now Blaze Crowley going to talk to him right now. But he has taken some big hits these last couple of drives. And now you see from behind, he, again, is pretty much from his blind side. Griff's in some trouble now. Down 42-21. Two drives inside the 30 with no points. The last two drives was a pitch to the far side left outside. And Sam Webb makes a tackle on Dayton Seeley. But he'll pick up seven on first down. It's a good corny team. It's a really good yep. team. And you can see why they beat Northwest Missouri State, why they lost by one possession each to Central Missouri and to Fort Hayes State. This is a good football team. We knew it'd be a challenge and didn't think they'd come in and do what they've done. No. But boy, this is an impressive bunch today. In motion, Luke Quinn. There's a handoff to Sealy up the middle. And a push toward the sticks, and they'll move the chains. They've controlled the clock. They've had almost 20 more plays than the Griffins. They have dominated this football game. The only area they've struggled today is in special teams. They gave up the kickoff return for a touchdown and a couple of blocked PATs. And then the punt return by Babel that went for about 43 yards. And now they're going to be very patient. They're going to run this play clock down almost every single time with a big lead here in the fourth. 10-14 left. There's a fake hand up. Far side left, TJ Davis steps up. He gets chopped down by Reggie Certain. He's playing right now for Kobe Cummings. And all oh, that's a part of it too, the injuries for the Griffins. Anthony Williams, Kobe Cummings, both out of the game right now.
1: Offensively, Steigerwalt's still in the medical tent down below us. I haven't seen him come out since he went in there after that drive.
0: Anthony Vespo warming up with Elders Joyce right now, getting his arm loose. 9 42 to go here in the fourth quarter. Again, Carney going to let this play clock run down on the second and three play. A seven yard gain for TJ Davis. Pretty dynamic QB. Handoff up the middle for Goodwin. Shakes a tackle, comes near sideline. Boy, good start of step for. First down run to the 43-yard line. He's going to pick up five more. They'll move the
1: chains. We haven't talked about it, but the Lopers' ability to break tackles, they've broken a lot of tackles. Some of them arm tackles. Griffin's not doing a great job overall tackling today. So some of it's just, you know, what the Lopers' option is doing, just making you kind of have to think for a couple extra seconds of where the football is going and can you behind the ball carrier. The Lopers' also doing a very good job of just Running through tackles, too.
0: Griffins are back in their base 4-2-5 right now with a four-down lineman, two linebackers, and five defensive backs. But honestly, it hasn't matter what they ran so far today. It hasn't worked. There's a great block by Montrez Jackson, the receiver, to free Goodwin on the far sideline in the Griffin territory and finally ran out of bounds at the 35. So they're going to pick up 22 more yards on the ground, and they are just running at will right now. I mean, this is pretty impressive to watch.
1: It, it is a- amazing cuz I mean we talk about you know, this coaching staff and what coach Lynn's done since they've got here 3 years ago. They beat the Griffins out there in Kearney and back there in year 1 for both these coaching staffs. But Nebraska Kearney before that, it, it was it was a mess. I mean, there was you know Josh Lamberson was the head coach out there, brought in a lot of transfers and they were trying to just get things fixed quickly and it wasn't working. And now you look at this, and it feels like a whole different program you're watching out here now.
0: Davis keeps it on the option and dives for four to the 31-yard line. 8.07 to go here in the fourth quarter. 42-21 Nebraska Kearney. Lopers get Washburn next week at home. Griffins go to Lincoln next week to close out the regular season. Unfortunately, if they can't rally here, the playoffs will not be... Any, there won't be any chance of playoffs for the Griffins, unfortunately. There's a keeper by Davis again. He'll get across the 30 to the 28-yard line and pick up three. Third down coming up. Seven and a half to go. We're halfway through the fourth quarter. And the Lopers, we talk about just they've stayed on track the entire game. They've been on their terms. First and ten, second and sh- medium, third and short. A lot of times it's second and short. They've kept drives alive because they're eight for 12 on third downs. And long time-consuming drives. They already have it for ten more minutes in this game than the Griffins do. Quinn goes in motion behind the pistol set. Hand off to Quinn. First down right up the middle. Terrence March and to certain help make the tackle with Joshua Davis as well. But there's a about a six-yard gain. They move the chains. Under seven to play here in the fourth quarter.
1: Steigerwald's come out of the medical tent. He's right there with Blaze Just Doesn't have his helmet with him. Probably took that away a little while ago. And just kind of judging by body language and the sideline. Vespo is over there with the offense right now. We may not see Steigerwald again. Yeah, we just kind may of not. judging by body language of everybody down there.
0: Here's a handoff to Goodwin around the far side left. And again, just tons of room to run. A First down run, he goes out of bounds. Just have been able to get the perimeter almost any time they've wanted to. That one goes for 12 more for a good one. Boy, they're going to end up. They've got over 500 rushing yards.
1: <laughs> 500. I know they're a one-dimensional team, but
0: that one dimension's pretty darn good. Yeah.
1: You see teams put up 500 total yards. You don't see them put up 500 rushing yards.
0: They're going to get over 600. Ru- total yards and over 500 rushing yards in this football game Griffins don't even have 300 yards of offense here's Davis going to keep the football and nowhere to go so he's going to just kind of eat it no gain at the 11 yard line 551 to go and as much as they run the football I I am I'm impressed by Davis and the backs if there's not much room there they're going to go to bounds they'll go down or they'll get if they need to they'll get the extra yardage It's a talented group of backs that they have. And
1: I'm impressed with the offensive line, the receivers on the outside. They hold those blocks longer than you see a lot of teams hold them. I mean, you hold the block three, four seconds, usually they're sprung free. These guys keep blocking and blocking until the whistle, which is what every coach wants.
0: Fake handoff, Davis will keep it, and he will go in for six. Touchdown, Nebraska. Corny as UNK will seal the deal with that one. 48-21, T.J. Davis putting on a show, and the Lopers are just absolutely gashing the Griffins. They ran for over 500 yards in the game. Now 535 in the game, 602 yards of offense, and UNK is absolutely blasting the Griffins here this afternoon. 515 left here in the fourth quarter, 48-21. The AT is good for UNK. Lead up 49 21. We'll come back with a kickoff as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. Missouri Western Trails, Nebraska, Kearney, 49 21. Later on tonight, we'll have Missouri Western basketball for you. The Griffin women will tip off around 6 o'clock this evening. And the men will follow. Women blew a 16 point lead last night and lost their season opener. And Katie Whitaker's debut as Griffin head basketball coach as they fell to Concordia St. Paul, 66-59. The men got a good win, their first win of the season. They defeated Minnesota State Moorhead at 70-55. doubleheaded tonight, right here on KFQ on the Griffin Sports Network. See Trey Babble gets a chance. He will take it to the one-yard line outside the numbers. The 15-20, and Trey will break a tackle to the 25, into to the 26-yard line, just by the numbers on the far side Right. The offense back out there, and it is Anthony Vespo. So the redshirt freshman comes in. And speaking of Kobe Cummings, they have his ankle heavily taped, kind of limping on the sideline going over toward the defensive huddle. So it looks like might not be anything serious. But it is taped up pretty heavily on the right ankle. So Anthony Vespo now, quarterback for the Griffins. Boy, a lot of injuries in this game today for Western. Vespo back to throw the football. Step up, get hit, fire it deep for Cooper Burton, and he can't get to it. Didn't get to where it wanted to because he got hit early. Had to let it go. And getting in with Shane Henderson, a junior transfer from Wyoming. He's from Elkhorn,
1: Nebraska. At this point in this ball game, we talk about injuries. You just want to get out of here as healthy as you can. At this point in the ball game, I mean, you, you've lost some guys here in this ball game. I mean, Stiegewald's up, moving around. He doesn't have his helmet. He looks okay for the most part, body language wise.
0: Vespo in the pocket rolls to the right side, looking down the football field. Going to take off and run. Gets hit from behind, but has a gain of about two. We saw him scramble for a first down and get a touchdown last week
1: but we don't know the extent of Anthony Williams' injuries. Lincoln next week should take care of business on the road. Yeah. You're still probably postseason maybe bowl looking okay if you can finish 8-3. and three. Yeah, if you
0: win next week, I think they're going to go to a bowl game. Be back-to-back postseasons. But, boy, you're right on the cusp of the playoffs again for the first time since 12 and kind of slip through their fingers it looks like. There's a comeback route caught by Kyle Berry. Has a first down. Comes near sideline. He's run across the 45-yard line now. And gets near the 49 for a first down. That'll be a gain of almost 19 yards for Kyle Berry.
1: But from where this thing started a couple years ago, where you had a lot of change, a Absolutely, lot of turnover, yep. you're seeing it year in, a little bit more, a little bit more.
0: There's a deep out caught in the right side. Good throw by Vespo to Kyle Berry again. Kyle makes... His second catch on the drive.
1: Good really, for seven yards that time. And really this can go for both teams at this point. Near three, you start seeing what their coaching staff usually, what they're going to do, what they can do. Zuri Western, seven wins so far this season. Brassett Carney, looking like their sixth win, a lot improved there too.
0: Vespo bouncing off tackle is going to gain a yard. Looked like he was going to get sacked. The pocket collapsed that time. Anthony able to scoot forward for about a yard or so. Third down and two coming up from the UNK 43-yard line. 3.41 to go here in the fourth quarter. And this is good for Anthony Vespo. He got a lot of snaps last week in a crucial game with Pitt State. Let him do a couple of touchdown drives. Now in the game right now. Essentially in a two-minute opportunity right now. But more than likely, he's the guy next year. Going to throw a fade to the right side, jumping up as Holmes and A little bit underthrown that time. Coverage by Armani Webster, the redshirt freshman from Chicago. The corner on the far side right, but just underthrown by Vespo that time. So the Griffins will have a fourth and two now, down 49-21. Going to fall to 7-3. See their six-game winning streak snapped. As you mentioned, if they can take care of business at Lincoln next week, who has just one win, going to finish 8-3 and likely head to a bowl game. Be back in the postseason for a second consecutive year. And you're right, a tremendous amount of progress from where they began. There's a crossing route caught by Wheeler, and he's got a first down. Good protection that time. Markel Smith helped pick up the blitz that time. Gave Vespo some extra time to find Wheeler on a crossing route, and they'll convert on the fourth down and move the chains at the 37 of Nebraska Kearney. There's Vespo, three-step drop. Good protection again. Going to fire the football deep for Wheeler, and it's going to be an attempt for him. He will dive and miss the football. A couple of defenders right there. Jarrell Williams is right there. Also diving was Darius Swanson, the free safety. It will be a second and ten now for the Griffins.
1: Wheeler a little shaken up coming off the field. That one, too, kind of holding his left arm against his... Body a little bit, probably just on the collision going for the football in the air.
0: Three receivers to the far side left. Jordan Witcher now goes in motion. He's checked in for Devon Holmes. Here's a long one to the near side for Barry. He slips down at the 31 to make the catch. It's be a gain of six. Getting Kyle involved in the pass game here. That's his fourth catch of the game to lead the Griffins. Be a third down and four now at the 31-yard line of Nebraska-Carney. Kearney. a half to go here in the fourth quarter. Vespo under pressure. Going to slip the ball to the right side for Markel Smith to the outside of stiff arm, and he goes out of bounds short of the sticks. So It'll be a fourth down for Markel Smith as he goes out of bounds shy of the first down. They'll mark around at the 29-yard line. There's a flag down the field just a little bit. officials talk things over 229 left here in the fourth quarter 49-21 Nebraska Courtney Illegal
2: block in the back offense 10-yard penalty from the end of the run third
0: down and Luke Vang, they said 87 there at the end so Griffin tied in will commit the penalty He'll block in the back So third down, twelve coming up for you over from the UNK thirty-nine yard line. Get you some scores from around the MIAA here in just a second. Vespa on third and twelve, out of the pistol, back to throw. He will set up, scramble to his right side, and he will take off and run. And he gets tackled one on one at the thirty-five yard line. Good stop that time after a gain of about four yards. We'll set up a fourth down play. That's one thing we'll probably see a lot of next year as Vespo won't be afraid to tuck that thing and run a little bit. At least from what we've seen from him so far.
1: Especially last week when he dove for the touchdown. And
0: here's the fourth and eight. They tried double move. Now Vespo will set up. He's going to fire it deep down the right sideline for Witcher, and it will be out of bounds. Didn't make the catch, and it will be a turnover on downs, and UNK is going to run the clock out. One thirty-eight to play here in the fourth quarter. 49-21 Nebraska-Corny. Elsewhere around the MIAA, Fort Hay State now leads Northwest Missouri State with 12-20 left third quarter, 20-19. Central Missouri defeats Lincoln today, 73-6. Washburn leading Pitt State late in the fourth quarter, 42-38. Central Oklahoma the no, last check, it was 40-14. to we'll No update right now. That and one,
1: I think, updated to 82 Oh, there you go, 82-14. Yeah.
0: Yep, it just did in the fourth quarter. And Emporia State leads Missouri Southern 3-0 second quarter. Got an official timeout. We'll take a quick break as we continue with Western football right here on the Griffin Sports Network. Minute 38 to play here in the fourth quarter, and Nebraska Kearney now in victory formation with their backup quarterback, as Alex McGinnis will check in, he will get the snap and kneel it down. Griffins have one timeout, but no need to use it right now. And, well, this is a pretty impressive win, and I'm, I'm impressed by I, – I got a chance to talk to Coach Lynn before the game on the field for about 20, 25 minutes, and really impressed by him, what he's done with this program. They're still not fully funded in, in full scholarships as much as any other team in the MIAA. They don't have as many scholarships as anybody else. They just aren't fully funded yet. And he has turned this thing around in a hurry. It was bad shape. I mean, 1-21 bad shape over a two-year yeah. period. And now they're beating Northwest Missouri State and Missouri Western in the same year. Losing by one possession to Fort Hayes State and Central Missouri. A lot of credit goes to Coach Lynn and his staff. And I'm I'm really impressed by what he's done at UNK.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is your number three. Things come along, I mean... I said it earlier, but usually by year three you kind of see the direction maybe programs are heading in. Both these programs trending very much upward. The Griffins, I mean, from four wins to seven wins last year, seven wins so far this year.
0: Both these coaching staffs have done a great job. It's a tough one today for Western, but both coaching staffs have done a great job here in their three years. One more kneel down and that will do it. And the Griffins have their six-game winning streak snapped today as Nebraska Kearney runs all over the Griffins this afternoon as they win at 49-21 and run for 529 yards in this football game. Our final score, Missouri Western falls to Nebraska Kearney 49-21. The Griffins fall to 7-3 on the season. Lopers are now 6-4. We'll get a break, right, come back. The Missouri Western State University Foundation Halftime Show as we continue right here on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Spratt Stadium, back one final time here on the Ivy Post Game Show. Let's talk to Matt Williamson, now head football coach of the Griffins, as they did fall today by a final score of forty-nine to twenty-one. And coach, it was a struggle. Obviously, they want to run the football. They did run the football. They ran for five twenty-eight today. It was a struggle to stop the run, wasn't it?
4: Yes, it was. We didn't play very well. Um, got out schemed on a few things um, that they did. Um, didn't make very good adjustments. Biggest thing, you know, hats off to coach coach Lynn and Carney, I thought they, you know, just looking at it, just from right from the whole picture, you know, and obviously I haven't watched film and looked at all those things, but I felt like we got out physical and I don't know what you saw from the box. It might've been a little bit easier, but we weren't able to get out defensively. They were blocking us they had a man for man. We knew we that we couldn't get off blocks and then we couldn't make tackles. Um, they had some physical runners, some fast runners hit us on the edge perimeter. The, you know offensively I thought we got out physical 100% on the which is uh very very surprising for me to say that and, you know um that's probably the only team that you know that's probably had that much success stopping our run game and lining up and letting us not have a lot of um opportunities there and we got knocked back a lot offensively um and put ourselves in second and 11 and you know third and nine and all those things and and you know we're still good team with those you know that situation but um that's not you know who we are usually it's you know second and four and then it's you know first down and then we're we're moving it and then i think you know i think just a little bit as watching our defense not be able to um slow the run down you know stop it get some stops and everything too you know probably put our offensive coordinator and our offensive you know hey we're gonna have to score a lot of points and then we start stretching get out of our game a little or game plan and um just started the wheels started rolling you know and, and i was asked earlier about hey you know it sucks to start off with a fumble especially when you know we made him kick it again and um yeah it does but not with this team it really you know i didn't it didn't really phase me i mean yeah they went down and scored, and that was seven points pretty quick you know but with this team just the way usually way we bounce back and do stuff you know um, um i wasn't really it didn't really affect me too much uh you know, what What affected me was that, you know, we got out physical. That's one of the biggest things that um, I talk about as a, as a head coach. We talk about as a staff. Um, we want to walk out there. We can lose a football game because we might have made a mistake, or maybe we got out-schemed, or they got better players than us, but um, I don't want everyone to lose a football game because we got out physical, and we got out physical today, and that's why we lost a football game, so I'm not very, very fired up about that. Our kids are uh, very quiet um, locker room. Didn't say much to him. I didn't really have a lot of words to say to him. I still want to, before, you know, we'd make corrections and, you know, start jumping to conclusions of different things. You obviously study the film and everything. Um, I mean, our kids are all, you know, bought in and they want to win and everything. But we it, it just seemed really, really flat. And I've talked with you about this in the past. Our kid, This team's just really different. Like, you know, the they joke around, have a lot of fun. I like being around each other all the time, you know, and, you know pregame was just like that this morning but when we played pit last week it was just like that too you know but then we walked out there just just seemed kind of you know usually when I, I the quiet and just kind of reserved is usually i think you know most of the times they're getting ready to just turn it on and go you know but they, we never really just turned the turn the ignition on at all today at all i mean the only thing we did you know trey abel did i mean that's about it but besides that. um overall as a whole, you know, we didn't do anything.
0: And the one thing, too, with them being able to run the football like they could, then it kept your offense off the field. They never got a rhythm. They kind of – it just couldn't find their footing today, it seemed like, just because – I mean, they had the ball for so long, too, that was the biggest issue. You just couldn't get them off the field
4: yeah one hundred percent and and you know that i mean they're good i mean you can see, I mean that quarterback's athletic man, he can go he's real twitchy, and they had some you know and looking at what we did defensively, you know i you know I always look at everything that we kind of go into and felt really good about it, but man, they have you know the, some of those guys that they had a cup number ten i can't remember what the other number uh a couple of those guys can freaking go, and they hit the edge you know. When you're forcing you know, things to go, because we lined up in a defense kind of take away the middle part of the game, the option game, Let's we'll say, hey, we got some good athletes. We're going to play the edge, play the perimeter, beat blocks, and, and, and force things back in. Man, they got, us on, they got us on the edge. Like, like I was like, wow. You I mean, just could like, not set the edge today, could you? Not at all. I mean, it was just a f- total free throw. And then, you know, and, and it's really all, you know, it's either a corner or, you know, because they do a lot of cracking all of a you got to crack, replace, and then. You know, if you know, the problem is that's the toughest thing. You know, those great option teams they'll they'll crack. Well, you know, if I'm lined up against a guy and he goes and cracks, I've got to replace and take his spot and take the pitch. Well, you know, you've got to be patient and slow with that because they'll run that crack and then go and then free, and then chuck it deep on The right. real great ones. And we knew going to the game he couldn't throw. I mean, we should. You know, that we we gave some away too. You know, like Burrell should have yeah. had the dang interception right I there. I don't know what the heck happened there. You know, and there was a couple. Third and longs, we had them down here early, where it could have the tides could have turned, you know, and things were would have been great. the illegal
0: hands to the face was huge. It would have been third and twenty five instead yeah, of nice. automatic first down. That play you don't take advantage of, then they go score. You mentioned the the, the just throw up for grabs. That Devin's standing right there like a punt and doesn't make the play, and they go score a touchdown. So we you miss, just
4: miss some opportunities, didn't you? We missed a lot of opportunities. You know, I miss I miss a lot of time. I mean, just staying there, watch much guys missing tackles. so like started counting at one time there's five you know one of the players. about five guys missed tackles and i think it was number three he freaking runs hard he's a good running back but i mean we haven't had that much issue with with guys like this and it was very disappointing to see um and uh we just we never turned it on and uh just pretty much got manhandled and it, you know it hacks me off and uh, i'm not very happy about it um biggest thing is is i can't do anything about it now none of these kids can uh only thing we can do is you know bounce back, wake up tomorrow morning and be hacked off and get a little rage going inside and make those corrections and make sure that we know that hey uh the reason where we're at now and where we are the season that we're having is because we outplayed people, we outphysical people um and we executed and none of that happened. You know, and how can you show up one weekend or in do this or show up multiple weekends and do this every weekend and then all of a sudden just nothing so I'm not saying anything you know no disrespect to Carney football by any means no, at all they played really well great a football good team. team great and I'll say that I'll stand on the table and say that really good football team we knew that though too yep. you know but uh, not to uh to stand up puff your chest up and fight bats start swinging uh, we never like I said we never turn the, the ignition on and uh although you know offensively and defensively
0: we're tied on Matt Wimson here on postgame and even your your kids kept fighting and it's a thirty five twenty one game. You get the return from Trey, it's a it's a two possession game. You've got a chance to go make it a one possession game and can't take advantage of that field position either. Uh Duran drops a pass, he can't convert the fourth down play, and then in the next next play they go score. So that's a huge swing right there. Where on another instance where you just couldn't take advantage of that field position.
4: Yeah, for sure. You know, that was yeah, he put us in, you know, he obviously gave us a touchdown, but put us in a good field position there, and that was good. And, uh, you know, we got to take it, take advantage of those, you know. And I I think that, again, um, you know, and I've got to look at it, and, you know, you, as the game flows and stuff, I mean, I've been a defensive coordinator before where, you know, the offense is, you know, really, really, sh- you know, either struggling to stop somebody or I mean, struggling to move the ball and have a lot of success, or you got to put – So – and then you're facing a pretty good offense and you're like, man, i got to do something to make something happen. You know, I could definitely see our offense look – you know, I mean, every time they get the ball they're moving it down 80 yards and they might have got to stop a couple times, but they're scoring every time. So we've got to score quick and do so. You look down there, I think we had a couple big, you know, pass plays. We dropped one and, you know, didn't get in. And I went, I, he and Coach Brown, I think, ran I think it was like a counter power or something on that one where it was third and ten. And mm-hmm. I told him, hey, you got four downs because right. I, mean, I didn't know how many possessions we'd get. I mean, I had no yeah. clue how many more possessions we'd get and, you know, we had it was a two two-score game. So, if we would have kicked the field goal, and we only might got one possession back, and then and that would have been it, and we wouldn't have had a chance to yeah. win. So, and I know, you know, successfully that we've, you know, have done pretty good on fourth down. So he ran the ball, try to catch him in the pass defense, and right. they end up getting us. You know, we got like two yards or something, but hope, we're hoping to try to get it to fourth and four or something. It's a little bit easier to to get the first down. So, um, they brought a
0: lot of pressure today, didn't they? More than what they've shown.
4: Um, they did. I, not I don't think too much. Um You
0: had a hard time at that
4: time. A little protecting. bit. Once what? once yeah, and I think well, I think we got I mean, their D their D line was pretty good. That's some big size kids. They pushed the pocket really well. Um, they did a lot of mo- like twists and movement mm-hmm. stuff, um which we knew they did and, and and we've been able to pick that stuff up and protect really well, but man, they just they just outplayed us. I mean, they came out and, and you know, and that's you know, one thing too, you look at that, you know, I was talking to Coach Lynn before the game and he's like you know, man, your O-line's playing good. They're really good. And the best O-line, you know. I mean, they're talking about, you know, and and, and a lot of teams say that and stuff too. But you sit there, I'm sure their defensive, you know, line coach always like, you're going to get your tail crushed, you know, all day if you don't, you know. And yeah. kind of mentally prayer them, hey, you better freaking be ready to go. And, and that's what, you know, but we did that with our kids too. Like, hey, this is a freaking great football team. And um, they played everybody really, really close. I mean, they could have. They could easily be, you know, close to undefeated. I mean, you know, I think Pitt State's the only one that got freaking yeah. pretty, pretty just good on top of them. And then yeah. they had some mistakes. But did, know, the, did the injuries hurt you today with Anthony going
0: out early? And
4: do you, well, I guess let's
0: start with that. How is he right now? Obviously, he's in a boot and on crutches.
4: He had turf toe. So, um,. He just couldn't push off it. They tried to tape it up, tried to do something with it, and it was just it was bothering him too much. So he's fine. They just put him in a boot. So.
0: And then you're without him. You're out without Kobe.
4: Yeah, Tyler
0: got hurt. Arnold got hurt. I mean, it, it was kind of yeah. adding up there for a while. Well,
4: t- um, both Arnold and uh, and Basket both have torn labrums. Yeah. We we know that. Um, so whenever they land on it, it's just really loose. So it'll, it that, that usually happens about every other game. So. Um, they we just kind of take some, you know, that we knew that that was the case. So we, they're going to get fixed when the season's over right. and stuff. But I think Kobe, I don't know what Kobe yet. Yeah, that, you know, I thought Reggie came in and did some good things. But Kobe, you know, he uh, – he. T- they think, you know, it's like a back spasm. You know, hopefully it's not some sort of ribs. And I'm sure he might have to get an x-ray just to double check and everything. But kind of got – his back, his lower back right there was bothering him pretty good. And he just he kept spazzing him on him. So – so we'll see what happens with that but yeah i mean like then that's a perfect example is that you know we have that's the first time that uh i think in a game where we had multiple guys yeah. get hurt you know which means we got out physical to be honest with you I right mean, it just now nah, we played a crap load of you know plays you know you you're tackling, you know, an off. And when you're playing defense and you're playing option team and it's physical every snap, I mean, every game, (laughs) every snap, it's not like, hey, I'm going to run a screen or, hey, we're going to drop back and, you know, it's just a one-on-one pass play and everybody, there's no contact. I mean, there's contact with everybody on every snap and uh, it kind of wore on us and uh, it was uh, very, uh, very. it wasn't wasn't good to see, you know. And the biggest thing, too, is what we've got to – We've got to get better. That's probably one of our um you know, I would say our weaknesses just looking at looking at um defensively as a whole this year's just our our perimeter play. Yeah. Um and our defense is good, you know, our defensive line's good so we're able to stuff up the, the middle a little bit. Haven't had a lot of runs up the pipe on us. But our edge is we've been yeah. very vulnerable on the edge this this uh this season which means we you know we've got to do a better job with that and um take a look at that you know when the season's over it's
0: so wide okay too he came
4: out didn't return he got a concussion maybe don't know he's got a little danged and just precautionary wise blaze pulled him out and uh um you know and it was you know it was great you know for vespo to getting you know it was at a point where it was still a tough time to win you know right. but he, he could have came back through he threw some good balls you know but it was you know against the defense and and that you know like I said that defensive line I mean they ate our old line up it they was did. uh it yeah. was really uh it was a it was shocking you know to me you know so hats off to them and and their their performance and coach Lynn and what he's doing there Thanks for your time I yeah, appreciate you